too well. I think that's what really, what really did it. Like he played his part and Jason's lyric too well, and they just see the fucked up brother every time they see Bokeem Woodbine. That might be it. Yes, yeah. he was the fucked up brother. Totally fucked up in that movie. Hey, Bokeem is a legend. But yeah, he's quietly always turn. been there. He's been in like everything. I think my favorite Bokeem um, movie is uh, the big, the big hit, the big hit. Which what's that one the about? Big hit with uh, Mark Wahlberg, with their uh, hitmen. Mm, uh, I remember that, but I don't remember seeing. Uh, it. He was a dude who, like, his whole thing was like he he quit messing with chicks, and then he was just straight, just jacking off all the time. Like that was his oh. thing. And he could tell his homeboys like, just stop wasting your time with these women. Just, just straight Jack, man. That's it. What movie is this? The Big Hit. It's a great movie. It's with you got Lou Diamond Phillips, uh, Mark Wahlberg, Bokeem. I remember that movie. Yeah, actually. And 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 they kidnap this um, this uh, Asian girl, and they want and they want a ransom for it. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I remember that. It is so good. I do remember that. I, I I remember. Seeing that, yeah, I remember this shit. Yeah, it's Ooh, great. Diamond Phillips, the random white boy, and Mark Wahlberg with, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's great. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. I probably need to go back and revisit it. I remember watching it back then and not liking it, but it's one of my favorites. I probably need to revisit it. I think my favorite Bokeem joint was uh, Caught Up. Oh, Caught yeah. up with the yeah. voodoo shit with the chick, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The tarot cards and shit. That that was my favorite. That was I think, good. I think mine is strapped. Strapped. I ain't watched that in so long. Yeah, I think my favorite. And he killed. Um, oh, he killed. He was the best Queen thing about Slim. that movie, Queen of Slim. Yeah, the rest of that. The movie one Fab ain't seen yet. Yeah, the one. I, yeah, the yeah. one of the many I haven't seen. Yeah, <laughs> nah, he killed Queen. Yeah, of Slim. he killed that. Like he was the. He was the. If he wasn't in that movie, I would have been super <laughs> mad about going to see that shit. He said nigga, I ain't your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I think um, yeah, Strapped is my favorite. Yeah, Strapped. shout out to Bo King, man. Shout out to Bo King, the legend. Oh, and and Ray, he killed Ray. Yeah, 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 he did. He did kill Ray. This ain't no bitch. He's sleeping on, on this Bo King. boy. Yeah, man. And uh, with that, welcome to another episode of Black on Purpose. Hey. I got the silencer on today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your boy J Fab. <laughs> This King Show Illustrate. Yeah, we are back. We had a we had a week off, <laughs> thanks to me. <laughs> In your COVID COVID adventures. Yeah, COVID. man. COVID. You know, I I was not sure <laughs> if if I had COVID or not, so we couldn't really get up. So one of my coworkers had COVID. Him and his wife. Shame on them. Yeah. So Chauncey, put your mask on, fam. Yeah. <laughs> I just—he well, hit you with one. I too. just caught it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chauncey stank, man. I don't know what's going on with him today, man. Got gas, man. I don't know. Family. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. Like you know, had a had like a little a little COVID scare. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like mm-hmm. I was around them a, l- a little bit, so I got tested on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I didn't get my results back to like the next Monday. So, damn, damn. Yeah. So, you know, couldn't pod. Test was negative. So, I'm straight. Glad um, you're all right, man. Yeah, you know. God damn, Chelsea. Now I smell it. Shit. There we go. Oh. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Fab. Shout out to yeah. Fab. Yeah. Negative. Health. 
When when you when you did you have the anxiousness? Were you were you worried? Oh yeah, like you know, I had um I had a headache and I was like, man, this is, could this be COVID? You know, I was same thing we always do, thinking it's COVID. Got tested, but like, nah, it's negative. <laughs> you know, so I was uh, <laughs> yo, Chauncey <laughs> is yeah, buck wild, yo. <laughs> Shit. All right, man. Yeah, he about to go back out. Chauncey going crazy right now. Oh my god, get y'all get y'all. I get didn't know this. what you was talking about, fam. <laughs> now you do, right? Jesus, Jesus, oh, peas. Yeah, them silent medellies, man. That nigga hit you with the silences. <laughs> mm. uh, okay, yeah. So, um, Chauncey, the uh, resident uh, puppy dog. Mm-hmm. Got some serious gas right now going off. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we need to take a, a moment of silence. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, that's bad. Is right. it safe? It's safe. It's yeah. Safe now. All right. Yo, he's in this. I had. Oh, and Dead Prez. Yeah. Presidents. Okay. Yeah. Our movie for the day. We got to shout out the movie for the day. We we were watching and Jennifer Lewis. We we did we did two of them. We were watching Carlito's Way and uh, we're watching Dead Presidents. Yeah. And, and yeah, surprise! I've never seen Dead Presidents. Oh man, <laughs> man yo, something has to be done with this kid, man. What the what's fuck? wrong with him? How did you? How, how did, did you? How miss did you this? never watch this movie? I just never watched. You it, never seen, seen the white face and like yeah. I have to watch this. It it was always one of the movies where I was like, I'm gonna watch it eventually, but I just never did. Well, it's worth it, man. It's a good. I don't know. Yeah. And Boucher Wright, Lawrence Fishburne, Terrence Howard, Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker yep. Keith David, uh, Clifton Powell's in this shit. Yeah. All star cast. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's one of the <laughs> movies where, I, yeah, I should have watched it. And it's a Hughes Brothers movie at that. Hughes yeah. Brothers, and I yeah. love the Hughes Brothers, too. Yeah. Which is. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> You don't love the Hughes Brothers. You never uh, watched the fucking second movie they ever made? Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah this is hey, great, man. This movie's incredible, man. Yeah. I'm and gonna this watch is sad, it. too. Yeah. Did I say Lorenz Tate or did I say Lawrence Fishburne? You said Lawrence Fishburne. Okay. Lawrence Lorenz Fishburne. Tate. Correction. Now, nah, you know what's funnier Lawrence than that? Fishburne's is niggas here. that say Lorenzo Tate. Lorenzo? Lorenzo <laughs> Tate. Lorenzo Tate. Nah, man. Nah, this is cool, man. Yeah. Nah, this movie was great. Did I see that? I'm trying it to think if sad. I saw this in the theater. It's very sad. I definitely saw this. I think I saw Yeah, this you probably the saw it in the theater because like everybody I, feel I know like I saw, saw it in the theaters. theaters. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when I saw the white mask and it was like a big the, the deal, tra- man. It was a huge yeah. deal. You saw that on the trailer, the the white face yeah. paint. You like, what is this about? They Because they didn't really say what shit. it was about. Yeah. Yep. You just saw that. You know, yeah. you saw the different images and then a little bit of Vietnam. And I have no idea why I never actually like sat down and watched it. It's great. Yeah, Chris Tucker. You I didn't think, mention Chris yeah, Tucker's Chris in, Tucker's in there. I think at the time, because I was, I was in high school, and then it came out in theaters. I didn't see it in theaters, and I think from that point on, I just, I just didn't kind of lost it. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. But yeah, it's a great film, man. Yeah, shout out to the Hughes brothers. Man. Yeah, shout out to the shout Hughes brothers. The Hughes brothers. Didn't they do um Jack the Ripper? Yep. <laughs> yeah, they did. Was uh, was it was, what, what? It wasn't called Jack the Ripper. Yeah, it was a no. movie about uh, Jack the Ripper. I forgot who was in that movie. Wasn't it Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp was in that. It yeah. was Johnny Depp, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. one of the great actors of our time. Dude, our he got generation. everybody in this shit, man. Yeah, old old whispers. Yeah, man, whispers. No, that was uh, and then Malcolm a, X. 
and uh yeah yeah Malcolm X decided the man but most people would know him as um what was the nigga name cause he man? was in um... do something to make me happy in players ball oh yeah do yeah. something to make me happy I'll make you real happy he was in uh Mo Better Blues too yeah look Good at stuff, us man. look at us yeah. Good stuff, man. Love this movie. Another one that, yeah, Fab, you got to check this out, man. <laughs> Bro, you're a bugger. Yeah. People going to be like, man, I don't trust nothing Fab say on this shit. No, that's, that, yo, we going to keep that going, too. That, that's that's your brand. Oh, I got the plenty. The nigga that don't watch the movies everybody watched. <laughs> I got plenty. <laughs> no, but this is a classic, though. Like, Cuddy? Cuddy. Clifton Powell, man. Yeah. He was born to play that role, man. <laughs> Yeah, I believe Clifton is is that nigga in real I, life. I've right? I've seen so many movies where he's he's had to. Like, he's always play been that, that dude. part, and he draws that shit very well. Like when he was know, on Rock, on Rock, on uh, another bad black movie I seen. Friday, he was on like the Friday, funny version, yeah, but he was the funny still that dude. Of that nigga. Uh, what was the, the 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 movie where all the chicks was in prison? Lisa Ray, all of them was in that movie. In prison? Yeah, they were all locked up. Lisa Ray, I think um, the brat was in this movie. They her, were her all little, locked up in prison. I do Powell remember that. Yeah. <laughs> he was one of the COs. Yeah, he was and he, shady nigga in that. Uh, I think he was, dead. was in that movie. Yeah, too. yeah, that movie was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that, but I've never that is. sat through it. No, I, I remember that movie. Yeah. I, remember I think it's called movie. like a prison song, if I'm not mistaken. But Well, I mean, any. Well, never mind. Shout out to Lisa Ray. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Dead Presidents was their second movie. Then they did... Because you had Juice? No, nah, that wasn't their movie. That wasn't them? Mm-mm. No, they, they did, did, they did they American did House- Pimp. Because uh, I just Googled American this. Pimp. Who okay. am I mixing um, them up? Who, wait, who did House Party? Uh, that was Kid the Hudlin Brothers. Oh, okay. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 I'm thinking yeah, about yeah. the Hudlins. Okay, right. okay. Yeah, yeah, they did... Uh, the Huge Brothers did From Hell, and then they did... From um, Hell, that was the name of that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was Johnny Depp, and then they did... Um, uh, crap! I just I just looked this up. Their most recent was <laughs> how much they were for uh, that the shit? Book of Eli. Book of Eli. Book of, yeah. They did do uh, Book of Eli. Good move. Shout out to the Hughes brothers. Yeah, yeah. Mm. love it. Black speculative fiction. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, let's get to it. Yeah, with that docket looking like. I mean, what y'all want to get? You, you want to get into what? What aliens? Man, let's get this much. out the way, please. <laughs> <It's so much. laughs> please, let's get this out the way. So with uh, with 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 good old Trump. Uh, I think it was what one of the um the Israeli uh space chief. Yeah, former Israeli space chief is is saying that the the U.S. and Israel has been in contact with aliens. Yeah, the the Galactic Federation. The Galactic Federation of <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> now, we laugh, but that's not that far-fetched to me. See, okay, so he's saying that um, aliens... Not, I don't think it's far-fetched. But what <laughs> it's, not, it's not. It's not, but what he's saying is aliens exist, Trump knows about it, but, quote-unquote, but the typical response, quote-unquote, humans are not ready. Humans are not ready to enter the galactic. I would agree. 
Doesn't this happen after every president leaves office? <laughs> no, for real. I mean, doesn't well, this happen like oh, the Kennedy knows? Yeah, like well, they, nah, they 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 said Kennedy got killed because he was getting ready to re- reveal <laughs> the the alien presence to the world. This is what and I'm saying. They also linked that back to Ronald Reagan because him saying that that was the the one thing that could unify everybody, which is true, would be. If, it, if there was an external threat, yes, if there right. was something outside of this world, right. um, but look, that's what I'm saying. This happens know. after every president leaves office. Look, no, I think they, I think the U.S. is in. I think the aliens are in contact with the United States government. I don't believe that. I, I don't. Do. I don't either. I absolutely do. You know why I don't believe that? Because that? I feel like if they wanted, think about this: if us, if we get the technology. Mm-hmm. To travel to another planet and land. Why? How is it possible that we are gonna that we are gonna make it into another planet and just go directly to the government of that planet and not and negotiate and not be looked at as a yeah like if aliens yeah. came here they would land somewhere people would see it it's not gonna be like the government goes directly to them and everything is just. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like it's just take, take me to a urine leader. Yeah. No, man. I, <laughs> like I just, I just don't. So you, so you think that there's no way that they would be able to travel to this planet and land and be undetected and stay in contact all this time with the government? That's what you're thinking. That's what you're saying. I'm just saying, why? Like, why would you go directly to like? I don't know, man. It just They're don't. I, I feel you. I feel you. Why? I mean, but you don't know that. I mean, they don't. If we're I mean, a different species, I don't know what's going on with you. I mean, but you could observe easily. You can Absolutely. go outside and, and look at animals, and you don't know their language and tell which one is the alpha and the leader. Exactly. But, but that's the thing. So, if, exactly. If they have the technology to observe us, they are way ahead of us, which is probably the case. So, but that means that they've been around here. For a long yeah, ass time, probably if, longer than us, right? But so exactly, they would have to be, yeah. So so why would they even bother with ants? You know, we have to get with the, we get with their government. This is like, yeah, it's like if you see if you see an ant just crawling, well, you're not gonna be like, yo, hey, but fam. see, but you're assuming that that's how we're assuming we're that all their assuming. mentality, <laughs> right? We're all, yeah. assuming. Yeah. we're all assuming. But but I I would think that we should be easily we should just be able to ease, as easily make the assumption that we are looking at this from like like a human perspective, a human movie we've they, seen before. They, perspective. Yeah. You know, they might look at all life forms as everything has a right, which is kind of where humanity is kind of trying to go. To. Should be well, that's where we headed because everybody's able to identify as everything, but. The um, <laughs> you know, but uh, no, I'm just saying, no, like, they they may possibly come to Earth and be like, I can see that. I and you know, granted, I watch a lot of Star Wars, Star Trek, read a lot of sci-fi and shit, so it's mm-hmm. easier for me to kind of think like, okay, they may be on some shit. Like, okay, we can't interfere, but we respect this shit, enough. right? Right. So if we're gonna interact with these people or interact with these beings in any way then the ones who seem to hold the power from what we observe would be the ones that we would contact. But mm. we also see the very frail control and balance that this world has. And we know that landing and letting the everybody see because of the belief system that we know that they hold, 
will be uh, turned upside down. We can't do that. <laughs> be catastrophic. Mass yeah. hysteria. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, it would yeah. be like, ill. If, if yeah. they was like, if they like, if you saw some aliens on CNN talking with the president. You think people just start running in the streets like? Yeah, it calls, it like, calls yeah. everything into question. Okay. Niggas, yeah. niggas would be like, "Yo, nothing matters anymore. Like yeah. everything is a lie." Like, I think niggas feel like <laughs> yeah. that now. Though, it honestly. makes you question everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you really would because, especially if they started talking about their their world and how their world like that would just completely destroy it everything you ever thought. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. would destroy the fabric yeah. of Question of this everybody. world. It's yeah. Like, what then? What about Jesus? Yeah. yeah. What about him? <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, oh, that dude. Oh, that, that him? Or oh, that bullshit that y'all dude? been running? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like. Blippity blip. Oh, like, blippity oh, blip. Oh, blippity blip. <laughs> yeah, man. He came. He's oh, blippity blip. Oh, blippity blip. I thought he left. Yo, blippity blip. We came and picked him up. Yeah, we came and picked this motherfucker up. They still think you down here. Y'all didn't see him descend, go into the air on beams of light? Yeah. But. To find out Jesus was a, a, a alien. <laughs> Jesus, an alien. Oh Lord, yeah, yeah. this should be down here. Look at Cuddy, man. Look how out of pocket Cuddy Look at is, Cuddy, bro. man, with the with the lollipop. Fam. <laughs> you and your baby moms is you know caressing each doing. other. Yeah, and he know what it is. Look, he already know. Clifton Powell, man, he he, he plays a man like none other, man. Yep. <laughs> A.K.A. Pinky. Man, he like, I want to kill this nigga right now. <laughs> yeah, my then, No, when, when she's about to introduce him, man, he pull off. Yeah. <laughs> look, she like, yo. She says, Let me introduce you to that nigga. Look, 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 look. Fat, watch this. Look at his eyes. Envy. <laughs> Danny handed her some Damn, money. Gave him the old hundreds. Mm. The old hundreds. That's some ultimate disrespect. Ultimate. Yeah, you remember when. Pete, Pete, Fat, Pete. Hold on, hold on. Mm. Oh, you don't want my money she now? Saying, don't do it in front of the boyfriend. You like, all right, I see you. This nigga is flexing hard. This nigga is, look, 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 look. <laughs> look at this nigga. Hey, this is Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> he just pull off. <laughs> <laughs> you got to hear the sound. He was like, Skrr. Yeah, you remember when, when niggas used to like, uh, in rap, was flexing, saying, yo, I got... The old hundreds still when 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 mm-hmm. the new hundreds came out still making yeah. money from eighty eight. <laughs> I'm still spending money from eighty eight. Mm-hmm. Still got the small face hundreds. Jay Z was the only nigga saying that shit. Mm-hmm. He made now it that cool. You said that this is like yeah, he's like, like I was spending money when they had small faces. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah. I've been spending hundreds since they had small faces. Damn, niggas like, been flexing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, hey man, hey man, yeah. Aliens. Jay Z been the greasiest nigga talking for a lot for a long Forever. time. Now. Long time, right? That nigga said a big bucket of frozen water on my chest. I was like, yo, this nigga <laughs> is crazy. <laughs> this nigga is insane. Hey, we'll we'll find some ways to to cleverly talk about anything. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we've always done. Yeah, hey man, that's why. That's where the magic lies, man. One hundred percent. Being colorful, yeah. being being colorful with words, actions, fashion, perspective, everything. fashion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just being colorful. Mm-hmm. I think that's the advantage that we have. <clears throat> Not even advantage, but the it's a gift. Yeah, yeah. 
It's a gift. It's a gift. It's in the DNA. Passed down from the ancestors because we had to be creative and colorful. Mm-hmm. Or else this world would have had no color, probably. That's a fact. And we're bland. Can you think about that, man? Like, <laughs> can you imagine this world with no black people? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, you cannot. But just, oh. or just any any uh, person of color, if they were never here, and in, it's in just, America specifically, yeah, and it's just white people, in America, bad nigga, food, food just terrible. Nigga, y'all just must, mustard and French fries and just all kind of dumb I shit. I don't know what it just what potatoes. Yeah, 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 just like mad potatoes, potatoes and. Dry roast beef, (laughs) (laughs) right? Tomatoes, roast beef. Ain't no pizza, nigga. Ain't no tacos. No no, no tacos, nigga. It's nothing. Just dry. Yo, have y'all seen? Okay, there's a there's a uh, a video going around. I don't. I'm not sure if y'all seen it or not. But it's it's this white girl who is showing people how to cook uh, ground beef, and Mm. she she cooks the ground beef on the stove, right? She she takes the meat, puts it in a strainer, right? Mm-hmm. Now, normally, you would strain the grease out mm-hmm. and put it back in the back pot. In the pot. Back in the, exactly. Yeah. Nah. What she did? She strains it, and then she runs water over the meat. Yeah. Like, all over the meat. All the flavor. Just washes all, wash just everything out. <laughs> everything I put, just put uh-huh. in this meat, I just wash. Washes that out, and then puts it back on the stove like, yo... DIY. This is how you do it. No, it ain't. Niggas no. in the comments was furious. Nigga. Have you seen people washing <laughs> chicken with dish soap? I saw that video. No. You seen people seen doing that this? video. No, I saw the video where, where the, the, the chick was. But that, was that was staged. That was staged. That was staged. Yeah, that was staged. Oh, that, yeah okay. they do that. But it, I saw another video with where. soap, though? A nigga just had soap. A white person. Come I'm on, sorry. No. no. I'm not being no. But just, no, you're telling the truth. Just telling the truth. Washing this shit. Washing <laughs> chicken. With, with soap? With soap. I, you got to be trolling. You can't think that's how you wash chicken. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It doesn't does make sense. That? No, it doesn't. <laughs> that is. And I hope you don't have children. That is ludicrous. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fucking ludicrous. <laughs> that's the definition of ludicrous. Yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, nah, man. You wash your chicken with what? Lemon and vinegar, correct? Yeah. Or yeah. either or. Lemon, vinegar. Wash it with something, but not chemicals. Cold water. Not yeah, soap. water. Yeah. Cold water. Not with dish soap. I've done that because that's usually what I do. And I, I remember I What, my, dish soap? It, no. With <laughs> cold water. Yeah, you, you, know, you wash it off with cold water. No, I usually do cold you water. You know? Out. But I, I, it, I think the, the lemon and everything, that's like a, a West Indian thing. Yeah, that's that's what my wife yeah, does. She, she my does ex looked at me crazy when I just washed the but chicken she does, with water. Yeah, she does the, uh, either vinegar or lemon. Yeah, yeah. We we ain't about that old because because they'll tell you now like don't wash your chicken. It's like mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. I'm not taking no chicken from a package to the pan. Nope, nope, nope. You fucking silly as hell. That chicken will be washed. Yep. Just just the fact that it's just been packaged. Mm. And I don't know by whose hands. And it, yeah, yeah, you have no idea. Truck, how long has it been in this package? Nah. Like, there's no ventilation in the package. Right. Yeah, nah. Like, when stores close, do they leave the meat out? They yeah, don't. They can't. They can't. No, no. I've never so they package this all this shit up and then put it back out the next day. You think that's the thing? 
I, don't, eh. I think they leave it out there for a certain amount of time. Because it is a refrigerator, but it still needs to be covered. Yeah. For, I'm for pretty good. sure they do because I used to work at a movie theater. Mm. <laughs> and Niggas did some foul shit. Yo, we, we used to pop popcorn in the back and put it in bags. I mean, big ass, like five foot bags and just store it in the back. Store for what? To, for use, so the people, next day, yeah, yeah. people want popcorn. Fam, I'm not eating popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes day. though, that makes sense because sometimes I've gotten well. The, sometimes ah, the yeah, last yeah, time yeah. I went to an actual movie in the movie theater and, and got like, popcorn, Yo, what the fuck is up? it was kind of like it wasn't fresh, stale a little. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what we used but to do. That's man. why they let you slather it down with all that damn with that butter. butter. Yep. Yeah, yeah, man. We used to you pop can't it. tell the difference if that butter's on. Once there. the butter's on, yeah, you ain't worried about that shit. Yeah, when I worked there, I was like, "This is what we doing." Mm-hmm. Like, look at like, karma. Look at karma. <laughs> and look that. at karma. Yeah. Ain't no more theaters now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. AMC. Um, look at the karma. AMC oh, said uh, y'all been overcharging niggas for what they did to the cold crush for years, right. and now look at y'all. Now look at you. It's sad. Look man. at you. Look at look. you. <laughs> for those who not aware, AMC is going bankrupt. Are oh, they done? Yeah. They said if they don't get, I forgot what the amount was, but it was uh, just a, a ton of money that they would need to keep operating. It's feel, crazy. I feel like By that's January. karma, man. I feel like that's karma. Y'all been charging niggas crazy. But that's how they make their money, though. Like, movie. Yeah, yeah. They don't make is, money off tickets. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's the concession. So go get you man, a $5, make $5 small Coke. You know? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. $10. Yeah. But that's crazy, though. Like something like that that's a staple. You know what I'm saying? AMC. Yeah, some American theater, shit. Yeah. It, all it takes is a year for them to go under. Not even a full that's year. That's crazy. I like mean, you, think, you you're talking about that. six months? Yeah, a couple of months of just light traffic, light to no traffic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, I know some motherfuckers that's still going to the movies, mm-hmm. but it's just clearly not like it used to be. They make their money on that concession. Yeah. yeah. Buying them motherfuckers so that, and that, covered almonds. And that goes back to Hollywood. Like, how are they just making their money on selling snacks? Mm. Yeah. When I they mean, got blockbusters. I mean, that this year has shown so much fragility in everything. Yeah. You know, you're talking about films where they spending, you know, 200 million, so they got to recoup it. And now you see Warner Brothers, they're putting every movie from. 2020 from now until like next mm-hmm. year Straight on HBO, HBO Max. HBO Max and yeah. niggas is furious. I'm sure. I mean, but that was it. That was going to come anyway. Yeah, it is. It was, was going to come. Man. It's but, like, you know, Blockbuster saw his day. Movie theaters are seeing their day. But that's crazy. It Think is. about that. Like, we're not. <laughs> it's super crazy. AMC's closing. <laughs> you got Regal that's closed. Um, so it's like we don't know what the future of What's movies gonna are gonna be. Right. Yeah, you know what it is. Straight like, home, gonna, gonna be at the house. But that's gonna suck. It is because that, that <laughs> it does. Know, it like, sucks. Now. Like or either it's gonna boost sales in like home theaters and shit like that. But mm. having that experience of of going right. to the theater, yeah, the big you know screen, I mean? man, that was like a whole thing. Like you go in to see a movie, but you meet your people's there. You get the get, snacks, yep, and shit. Yep. You get ready, get the perfect seat. You know, catch the trailers. Mm-hmm. You know Everybody laughing at the same joke. Yeah, like, just, just that that whole yeah. like we're seeing a movie. With strangers now, yeah, with strangers. That's a different concept, man. So I don't know what we're gonna. 
I kind of have a feeling that maybe at some point they're gonna somebody's gonna put up the capital to to kind reignite the, the theaters yeah. because I can't imagine just theaters being just done one hundred percent. It was It'll definitely gonna be, be a novelty thing. Yeah, like a novelty thing. And then I remember, like right before all of this stuff started to happen, when with COVID and everything, um, the question was like, well, how are they gonna compete with like streaming? Yeah, you know, right. Netflix and all of that, and all of the the immediacy that's available. But it, then I remember I went to see uh, Alita, battle battle Alita battle angel battle angel. Mm-hmm. They Great had film. like the haptic seats. Yeah, in that shit. Mm. So I feel like that was gonna be like the next thing. Like, you, okay, you go to the movies. It's not just watching the movie, nigga. They got the haptic. <laughs> oh yeah, nigga. I, I they, seen, they got a handstand experience. I seen Fast and Furious in uh, uh what was it? Um, D was it D four? Whatever it's called, like whatever that uh stuff is called for them seats. But yeah, like we was we we, yeah. we was like. Leaning back in the seats and mm, the cars revving up and mm. we leaning back going left and right. Car revving. Yeah, got it. So yeah. so now the movie theater is have to provide the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but but this, outside this, of you just being there with strangers something to and, compete with you yeah. being at home. Yeah, but this was yeah. years ago, so um, they still have that stuff, but it's not like a mainstay. Like right. it's not the premier thing to do, but um. I think the most recent thing with theaters was having food. You know, like I remember mm-hmm. going to see um some movies and then the um the waitress would come in the movie during the movie saying, Hey, what do you want to eat? And we're like, yo, let me get the mac and cheese yeah. and this and this and this. Like going to go see the movies. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that too. The food. Yeah, the food upgraded well, and, and drinks. Drinks. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then even the regular concession stand stuff, like what you were talking about is like the dine in. Yeah, joint where you can actually go and get like an entree meal or whatever while you're watching your movie. But like even in regular movies, the regular concession stand now they got to step that shit up. Yeah, you can go and get like you you could go and get pizza. You couldn't always shit do on that. um on the east side where we went where we went to yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. pizza pretzels yeah, you, you all had, that you stuff. had like a menu yeah. mm-hmm. it, was, it was like a small Hamburgers, like cafe fries, yeah. cafeteria type shit, but it was more than just popcorn and yeah pretzels so. yeah. They were already trying to adapt, so mm-hmm. that's probably where it'll go. Like it has once to. it once we get to where we can actually go back into a theater and everybody's not worried. If if if, if. we get back there, <laughs> the, I mean, because the theater is going to have to one sustain and be open, right? And yep. then two, you know, be allowed to you know right. offer any kind of like yeah. you know <clears throat> the amount of people you can have in there. They got to regulate that, right? And then three, provide a, a reason for me to come out. <laughs> Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, why am I coming to a theater? Exactly. Why am I bringing my family to a place to a where theater. we can catch COVID and die? <laughs> right. You know now, what I'm saying? Now, now, that goes directly into who's taking the vaccine and who's not. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that whole thing is ridiculous. Big topic. Yeah. Because we don't know. Like how how are they gonna implement that? Are you taking it? You not taking it? How do you prove that you're you taking a wristband, it? Right. You know what I mean? Like exactly. Because right. I know airlines are saying you have to have the vaccine to fly. Oh, let me tell you this. <laughs> if we could break that shit down <laughs> real quick, Alaska Airlines. Yeah, I just um, God bless my daughter. She just went to Alaska. Mm-hmm. You know, for Christmas break and. So I'm reading the itinerary 
couple nights before just to prepare and make sure she's straight. And they switched it up and said, you have to have a COVID test mm-hmm. to land here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have one or if you if you don't have one, you got to either have one or have a test pen, uh, results pending. Yeah. If you don't have one, we'll give you a test. And you have to take this test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This test is $250. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a fucking racket. That's $250 for, like. For a COVID test, $250 will test you. $250 for a yeah. test that they're giving out for. And that's a scam. Yeah. That's a fucking scam. You're getting robbed. Now, on top of that, because we just took your test, you have to quarantine for 14 days in Alaska. Yeah, they're not doing that. So man. if you're visiting, a, think about this. You visit in Alaska. Yeah. You, you and your family, you mm-hmm. and your wife, your three three kids. Mm-hmm. They just hit you with twelve hundred, twelve fifty. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> now let's say you're going to Alaska for five days. Yeah. No, you have to stay for fourteen days. So what? That uh, that extra six, seven days, you have to figure out where to stay. Yeah. There, but there, there's no way that they're tracking you and and seeing like, fam, you cannot come back up to that airport for another fourteen days. If soon as you show your ID, they're gonna be like, yo. <laughs> oh, so they have a database that shows like, yo, fam, you, you landed. Yeah, and absolutely. You probably mark with your ticket. Yeah, your like when you when you like when you that. show your ID, they're gonna yeah. be like, oh, you've only been here. No, you can't leave for another. And you have to buy that ticket. That's crazy. <laughs> Bro, that is crazy. <laughs> that is in fucking insane. Yeah, I'm. I'm not doing that. That's fine. Well, I, I don't have a choice actually yeah. if I'm there. Right. So, so you just got hit it with twelve fifty on top of you. You getting your family there? Yeah, y'all got to stay in the hotel room for an extra week that yeah. you got to pay for, and it says it at your own expense. Yeah, it's not happening. Quarantine for your own expense. You cannot return to this airport for another fourteen days. Yeah, that that flight probably would never happen to go to Alaska. If that's the case. That Ever. is fucking but crazy. It's like you said, like it was in the small print, right? Like that well, the thing is, they they made. updated it. You know uh, what I'm saying? It was like, you know, but when the ticket was purchased, that wasn't the case. See, so what happens to the motherfucker that has like his him and his four kids and his wife didn't know about this? Exactly. You're already there. You didn't. You know, y'all 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 got y'all be, uh, y'all yeah. Airbnb. Airbnb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like playing your family. You all just spent all shit. this money. You got a little change to spend around to play with. Mm. And you got to spend twelve fifty for your whole family to get tested, and then you got to spend an extra week there. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's crazy. Not doing <laughs> it. Man, that is not <laughs> not doing it. That would make you not want to go nowhere for the rest of your life. No, like fam, I'm not traveling again. Look how they did me in Alaska. Hundred percent, nigga. I'm so glad I read that shit at the last second, bro. Like, yeah. but you'd have been pissed, fam. An extra two fifty for a COVID test, and they're free everywhere. Yeah. Oh, first of all, what what is the two fifty four? Like, where is that? Who's that going yeah, to? I'm robbing you, fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is what the two fifty is for. I am robbing you. Yeah. There's not. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, it's just yeah. that's just some American shit. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. What you gonna do? That's crazy. Give me the two fifty. Yeah. That's it. There's no rhyme or reason to it other mm-hmm. than like, nigga. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> Empty your pockets, bitch. Run it, son. Like <laughs> run this shit. 
<laughs> yeah, nah, I, I, I'm sure they having problems with that though, because yeah. I know there's got big be problems. Like that, just like yo, how the fuck you making me pay this two fifty, and I didn't know shit about it till, and I'm already here. Yeah. And I got a quarantine, yeah, and I'm only here for five days. That's that's, and I got to stay another it. nine days. Yeah, you can huh? extort it. Run it, <laughs> 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 nigga. That's yeah, it's that bullshit. You don't get no more crooked than that. Nah, that's super crooked. Yeah. If you are gonna make me take a test, just it's a free test. Just yeah, how about that? Just just give me the just test. give me a test to make sure everyone's safe. Don't two hundred fifty dollars, two hundred and fifty dollars for that's them to a stick lot your nose. per person. <laughs> that's a whole lot. I paid two. I pay less for more. Yeah. <laughs> $250 for a COVID test. Not an immunization. Right. A Not a physical. Just, just a test. <laughs> Not a prostate. <laughs> just them to stick something up your nose and then carry on. Yeah. Because yeah. it's basically a swab. Yeah, it's it. It that ain't. Simple. It's a swab. For the most part. Have y'all seen the cures? Like the people taking the cure and shit. The vaccine. The vaccine? The vaccine. Oh, the yeah, videos of people taking video. vaccine. Everybody's saying, like, this is the first person to take a vaccine. I've seen, like, eight videos of the first person that took a vaccine. <laughs> I mean, okay, so let's, for anyone who's listening, okay, there were trials, you know, uh, for this vaccine mm-hmm. where tens of thousands, tens of 20 of thousands of people have already had the vaccine. MAGA. During the trial. <laughs> <laughs> During the trials. Mm-hmm. So technically what you're seeing on TV is not quote unquote the first person to have the vaccine. <laughs> of so course it's what not. About That's why they passed ridiculous. out. Yo, yeah, that no, nurse no, that wait, passed wait, out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> that, that shit was fake, man. Why? It had to be fake. Why? The nurse? Yeah. No, that was her for real. Yeah. Like she why passed would out. that be fake? I don't have no idea. I just I did. feel like it would be somebody taking the shit and being like, Oh, I feel great. Next fact I've never felt better. Like Donald Trump tried it was to just so say. It was just so weird that she passes out at a press conference about. I mean, she, her she, she, she could have been hella nervous. Is it not? That's on what brand I was thinking. With twenty twenty, yeah, it is. Yeah. No, it one hundred percent is. <laughs> Take the virus twenty twenty brand. Have the, the fucking shit on television. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it all together. Yeah. Let's just get it. Yeah. Just get it all out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Take that way. Test. That way, people will believe it if they see it. Right. Yeah. But we. I mean, I've. I get. I get clowned at my job for people saying, yo, Fab, you you taking the vaccine? I'm like, probably. I might take it. You going to take it? More than likely. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to rush out to take it, but I'm not like saying like, nah, I'm not going to take it because I give about a year or so. Yeah, yeah like, I got I to see how niggas is acting. But people got to understand the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine, they're not injecting you with coronavirus. They are injecting you with DNA instructions that is telling your body this is the coronavirus so produce the proteins to fight the virus right mm-hmm. that is what they're doing so basically in layman's terms just saying all right your body is saying well they are injecting you with a with something saying yo what i'm putting in your body is this uh this this gene right Mm -hmm. i want y'all to attack this and i want y'all to build up the immunity to it Mm -hmm. fight it and take it out so if it comes in contact again your body knows oh i know this dude take this Mm -hmm. nigga out 
that's what, what I did the vaccine are. Man, and that's why I would mm-hmm. I wish I'd ask your mom about the vaccine, what she felt about that. Uh she feels the same way. She we were talking about that. She was like, uh, I'm gonna give it like a year. Now, mind you, my mom used to work in, and she didn't that's talk. Why, in, that's what I would love to ask. Yeah, yeah, she used to work in military intelligence right. and, yeah. and worked in, like she said, in the medical field. She was like the inspector general at the 97th General Hospital yeah. in Germany. So she's aware of all this stuff and, and has dealt with a lot of stuff kind of similar to this. But she's like, yeah, I'm going to give it because, you know, she's at risk. Right. She's older. Right, 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 right. She's fought cancer. Um, So Shout she's like. Her. I'm giving it. She said that I'm going to give it at least a year before I take it. That's, yeah, those because are her words. and she's the most paranoid person about this that I know. Yeah, because she's a conspiracy the one, theorist. Well, no, she's not a conspiracy theorist at all. She's what you she would call herself a realist. Yeah, mm. but um, every option, every variable. Yeah, I'm I'm the conspiracy theorist <laughs> Got family. You. That's me. But she's yeah, she's like she said. It's cautious. It's improbable, yeah. but it's a possibility. It's yeah. improbable, but it's impossible. Yeah, it is. It is possible. Yeah. Now that, that was a real ass answer. Yeah, like it's highly, highly improbable, but yeah, but you can't rule it out completely. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's like with the vaccine. So a lot of people don't understand that the black woman who led the group, mm. speaking, this comes from SARS and MERS. She was the one who took her research from SARS and MERS and said, COVID, COVID-19, I think I can find a vaccine for this based upon these older viruses because Mm. COVID-19 is not that different from these. Mm. So as, as early as January, they had the vaccine like done and ready to go. From January until now was just trials and going through all the red tape to get it to the public. Mm. That's what people don't really know. It's like they didn't just develop it in a year. Right, right, right. Like it's not just like, oh man, they did this in a year. I don't trust it. Like, no, this is based upon like earlier data and them coming up with something. <coughs> now, they don't know the um like how long it makes you you know, not necessarily immune to COVID, but like safe mm. from, from COVID. Like that information, we don't know. Mm. But mm. it is, it is the vaccine will prevent you from dying. You know what I'm saying? We don't know if it, if it prevents you from spreading well, that's the it. Goal, that's the goal of the vaccine. Yes. Okay. You know, it's 95% effective. Now, what they haven't said is there were six people during the trials who died. They ain't talking about that. From the vaccine? From from yeah, from the COVID the COVID nineteen trials. There were two people who died who got the vaccine. Where are you getting this information? I just wanna From like from the trial. Like if if you look up Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yes. In the trial results, they say that four people died who had placebo and two died who had the vaccine. So that's that's just the question of like, all right. Like is I don't this, even now. Is this a mental thing now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. So, but yeah, that part that's crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> that's where my concern comes from because it's like, all right, these people died. Like, why did they die? There is no info on that part. So the mm-hmm. the only thing, and I I usually go with my gut, but every time I hear about the vaccine, mm-hmm. 
thriller jumps in my head. <laughs> Niggas doing the shoulder shit. Like that's that's what I think about every time I hear. Just Vincent Van Gogh in the back. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You took that shit. Nigga, you got it now. But I just, yeah. I don't know, it's just weird. Like, this has been a, I mean, to say this year has been strange is yeah. saying nothing at all. I mean, but when you think about it, man, like, COVID is a global thing. That's like, what I'm it's saying. A, it's affecting Everybody's, the earth. Exactly. You Every, know? Like, like you'll, you'll talk to people like, you know, I, I, I do a Zoom meeting and we talk to people on the other side of the planet. Everybody got masks on. Everybody yeah. in the same shit. Everybody is under the same duress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just America now. No, it's not. It's you know what I'm saying? Like it's it feels like it is. <laughs> like yeah. And and for us to sit here and think like, yo, they're targeting black people with this vaccine. It's like, dude, that is the the likelihood of that is very low given the fact that this affects the earth. Like you got right. people um like I was listening to um <laughs> I mean, it's cuz I ain't heard are other countries talking about vaccines? Yeah. 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 Well, I'm sure they are, but like, what is their. Like, like they're progress? waiting for it. Like, they're, mm. they want to get the vaccine mm. because, um, for instance, I, I was listening to, um, to Royce and Lupe's podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And Lupe said he was talking to, um, he knew some people in Nigeria who have multiple of other issues on top of COVID, right? Mm. And they're saying that, over there, they don't have the healthcare that we have, right? Like, mm-hmm. there is no, you know, go get this medicine. It's like, if you get COVID, you dead. Mm-hmm. So he was saying, like, they know people there that, like, every person knows somebody who had COVID and they just died. Like, mm-hmm. guaranteed, you dead. Like, because there is no healthcare like that. So right. they are like, yo, we need the vaccine because, like, outside of COVID, we're dealing with other issues in the world that are like terrible and COVID just made it worse. So, you know, those kind of things is like, you know, when you think about, I mean, and then we take vaccines all the time. Like when we're born, like all those old vaccines. I don't. Well, (laughs) I I mean, well, yeah, as a kid, I guess like there are, and that's funny you said that because when uh, when my daughter was born, we couldn't take her out of the hospital without her having vaccines. Yes. Mm -hmm. And and they wouldn't let you take her. I and heard it's for that before. Yeah. yeah. But it's for a reason. Like we're trying to get rid of certain things now. Mm-hmm. But yes, we are worried and concerned about the vaccine. Time was time will tell. Like we'll ne- by the end of next year, we're going to know true. what's up. That's true. You know, and more than likely it will be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's proven to be fine. Yeah. I don't think everybody nobody went crazy, but 2020 been different bro yeah, yeah, it's just that yeah. time man you know it's yeah. it's i never thought you would shut down all sports america hey man We're, i never would have thought that would have been a i thing. never thought that i would be watching like something on tv that's supposed to have an audience and it's little screens with pictures audience of people, people sitting yeah. at home yeah. and shit that's it's, that's the weirdest shit to me it, for, just like being in Walmart and just hearing the the, the speaker. Yep. Like I think I'm in like 
a movie or something like an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Exactly. Like, like, please remember to wear your mask. Exactly. <laughs> you were like, yo, what the fuck, man? But like, but think about it, this though. None of this would be a thing if we did what we were supposed to do. That's the catch twenty two. It's like if we would have done what we were supposed to do, which is quarantine, sit our ass down for the, for that time, and also wear masks, right? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be a thing. I feel like I did it. No, yeah, some you people did. did, but not everybody though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Big because Atlanta never gave. A fuck. Atlanta did not shut down. At all. Yeah, and that and that just goes mm-hmm. to look. It goes to show you like America, because you look at other countries. Their numbers are way lower because they yeah, really quarantined. I just, yeah. I just, well, I just found out that Atlanta numbers have spiked. Mm. I mean, of course, of course, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, if you live in Atlanta, go to your friend's Instagram page. <laughs> niggas is outside, they out. They out. All my niggas outside. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Atlanta ain't slowed down a bit. Yeah, man. like you look at Sweden. They got, I think, like 7,000 deaths. Mm. We at 300,000. Like, Atlanta? come on. No, the country, America. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Sweden's at like 7,000. I think New Zealand is like, hmm. they're one of the ones who like beat it and was like, we good. You know? Um, yeah, like we just, it's just the American thing of like, you can't tell us what to do. Like it's yeah, just yeah, it's that it's, weird yeah, thing, yeah. man. Especially Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. But you know, that's what it is, man. Mm-hmm. Um, we ain't, we ain't got to our docket. We, we ain't. We ain't. It's it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we pardon it. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go ahead and uh call our guest for today. Yes. Do 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 do. Come on, come on, come right, on. Right, right. She ain't gonna answer. After I literally told her to answer. Oh. Hello. Hey, Mom. 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 Hey, Better show. Okay. <laughs> okay. Show son. Show son. I like that. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you are are live on uh Black on Purpose, Mom. And you know, I really I talk about you a lot on the show and I always talk about how you're just this wellspring of uh information when it comes to a lot of things regarding us as a people, black people in particular. And also the fact that you do work in genealogy, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, we just wanted to ask you a few questions about that, get you to talk about that a little bit, and, um, you know, dive in on this. You so ready? I do, what would you like to know? All right. So, um, hello, mom. Yeah. Illustrate Ila, here. Ila and, and, and J-Fab. J-Fab are still here. They with us, too. So they'll have questions also. Okay, tell me who they are here. I hear you talk about them. I don't think I've ever met. Ray's father is there? Yes. Yes, ma'am. How are you? My little buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How you doing? I'm doing real well. Good, good, good. He's doing great. And um, 
J-Fab. J-Fab. Are you guys voted already? Not yet. Or on your... Not yet, but they're harassing me enough to do so very soon. Yeah, we get all a million <laughs> text messages every day. Very important. Okay, good. Well, we will. <laughs> so, Ma, you know, can tell us about this, you know, genealogy, the, the work and everything that you do. Um, well, first of all, for people who might not know, can you just explain to them um, mm-hmm. what genealogy is when somebody says, I am a genealogist? Yeah, what genealogy is is very simple. It is researching and finding out about your your who your family are generations ago, i.e. your mother, your father, your grandmother, your great grand and all the way back. And what we do as genealogists, um, we trace we try to find all the family members that came before us. Direct people like your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your granddaddy, your your cousins. And for African Americans, one of our what we really do in our, our stumbling block is we are trying to ultimately trace ourselves back to who were the Africans that mm. were brought to this country and where they came from that we spring for. That's a very difficult thing to do, but that is our ultimate goal. Mm. And we get stuck on that because one of the primary documents you can use to find out about your people. Is the census record. They put them online after 72 years, and we can trace your ancestors. They're looking to, you can find the people you related to in the 40s, the 30s, the 20s, all the way back to the 70s. That's in 1870, 1870. That's a possibility. But after 1870, it becomes very difficult because in 1860, they do the census every two, 10 years. So 1860, most of us, our ancestors were enslaved people, and they didn't keep records of enslaved people where we can find them, like we had no names. But basically that's what it is. It's looking and documenting. You're like, you guys sitting there and everybody, you know who your mother, everybody mostly know who their mother and their father is, but how many people know who your grandparents' parents were? Most of us know that. We don't pay attention to that. And those are the people who made us who we are. And I always um, tell people, and you can see that, when you start... Finding the people that you came from, you will see yourself. You know, sometimes there's a cliche where, you know, you know better where you're going when you know where you came from. And that is very true. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we are minimized in American history, but you will find, I guarantee you find very proud things about your family. I mean, just to survive in these Americas. Can you imagine? Just to survive. Yeah, facts. Hey. Mm-hmm survive the hard things we went through with Jim Crow and with slavery and to say you survive that. Yes, mm. we come from strong people. So, Ma, we, we have a lot of conversations about this and you've told me some, like, amazing stories as far as some of the stuff that you found historically. Mm-hmm. Can you share with us, like, one of those interesting tales that you've told me before? Let's see. Where like some of the stuff that you did. Or something that stuck out. Something that stuck out. What really stuck out? I mean, you all probably read this or know about it. Okay, doing um, sharecropping in the South. Let's go back to the 20s and the 30s and the 40s. Mm-hmm. And you know how people would, would sharecrop. You didn't own anything. So what you would do, you would work for some white man, and he would say, you're going to, you know, Share crop. I mean, you share the crop. You do the crops, the cotton or the corn or whatever it is. And at the end of the year, you're supposed to go and to the store and you know and settle up. And sad story for most African Americans, you would hear that they they worked all year, 
And when December came, they went to the store and the people told them that, well, you didn't break even. In fact, you own and you worked a whole year and you have nothing, nothing for, for your family. Mm. One of the things that I'm very proud of, one of my ancestors did, he happened to own some, a few African-Americans, some African-Americans own their stuff. So he owned his land and he owned his cotton share so he could take his stuff to the mill and get his money. So, But some of his neighbors did not. So what his neighbors would, what he did, and this was very brave for him to do. He would, they would, the sharecroppers would take, you know, work and some of the cotton that they're doing, they would take it aside, some of the bales, and would put it in with his cotton so mm. he could sell it for them. And that was a very brave thing mm. to do. Because mm. lynch yeah. is very prominent. And, you know, if they had been found out, he would have been really faced with some severe consequences from the white people. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I have um on the side of the of the of his family well, side of the Your son's on, side? <laughs> on whose side? Our side? Our our on, side. On oh, show oh, side. Brown they are side. <laughs> yeah, on, on on that side. And then things like, you know, you all ever wonder, I, probably most of you guys, if I ask you, going to tell me you came from um, New Jersey or Chicago or Detroit, right? Indiana, close, very close. Mm-hmm. Where, where'd you come from, uh, Ray's daddy? Uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, by way of Joliet. My mom is from Joliet, Illinois, so you're very close. Okay, but I bet you, let's go to Joliet, Illinois. Somewhere, have your family ever talked about Southern roots? Absolutely. Mississippi, Alabama. My dad is from, um, my dad is from, his, his, his dad is from Mississippi and my grandmother's from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Most of you at your age group, y'all, y'all, y'all got, you should probably cause you come from Chi-Town, Detroit, yep, but yep. if you look at your folks, if you look at your great grandparents, they probably came from the South. Nine, I say 80% because what was happening in the South the story I just related to you, people couldn't get ahead. Lynchers were wholesale. Nobody did anything about a lynching. So people start leaving. And if you ever, I always do this, if I, ever somebody ever tell me they, they're from Chicago, I ask them, where's your great-grandparents from? They're probably from either Georgia, Mississippi, because here's how the migration went. People in Chicago and Detroit, the majority of them came from um, from Georgia, from Tennessee. South Carolina, and they stop by way, some of them, of Indiana sometimes. And then if they're over in New Jersey, New York, they came up the East Coast. They probably got ancestors from four generations ago from Virginia, from North Carolina, and South Carolina. All those folks over in Chicago, I'm sorry, in California, they came by way of Arkansas and Louisiana and Texas. If you ask young people your age, because y'all in your 40s and 30s, your great-grandparents came from one of those hubs in the South. It makes a lot and of sense. South because it was so oppressive. Yeah. Now, I have, I have um, in my family, um, and then when one person goes, you know, you got one uncle, uncle go, they send the word back and every everybody kind of migrate. Mm-hmm. So you'll notice if you have relatives that live north of the South, you have clusters. If you're in Chicago, you got cousins and aunts and uncles, y'all live in a clusters because they all, one person went up, told them and the rest of them followed them hmm. and it was kind of dangerous to leave. can you believe as late as the 60s people had to sneak out of the south like they were runaway slaves mm. 
in That's my hometown. Pe- I mean, this is 1960. So what? They, here's what they would do. This is illegal, um, especially where my my people came from. The, like there's a plantation in Louisiana called Mr. Bobo's Plantation. See, because people would leave because you could never get out of debt. You could never get out of debt. Every year you still owe him. So they would leave, but but um, you would have to sneak. They would sneak out at night because of retribution from the from the sheriff and just from the other white people. Now all of this was illegal. Mm-hmm. And I remember the place I'm from. My people did reverse migration. They went down to Florida. And I remember as a teenager in school, these the sheriff from Mississippi used to come down there looking for people. That was totally illegal. And the sheriff in our county down there would agree with that. Mm-hmm. But the, this is terrible stuff. That's why today I'm happy to see that under this Black Lives Matter theme, you all need to be really aware and really proactive in this. Because as I look at things as they're happening today, I'm seven years old, I see some of the old, the old attitudes are still there mm-hmm. with a number of white people. The old attitudes are still there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, we were a lot uh, very recently. You just started watching um, the show. I just got you to watch down. There's Chauncey in here acting up. Hold on. We're going to pause for a second and put Chauncey outside. One second, Ma. Probably, They're going to continue to ask you questions, though. You yeah, what would you like to know? Um, I mean, that was very, uh, very informative. And yeah. Because my whole family is from North Carolina. So, mm-hmm. and I remember my mom telling me that my. My great grandmother, she actually picked cotton in North Carolina. So, you know, um, just just hearing that kind of just puts more confirmation on uh, what was happening. Because I I do have some family that is in in D.C. and Virginia. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it makes sense. Okay, so next time y'all, okay, and picking cotton, that is no fun. I mean, they probably make a dollar a day. I'm going to tell you something to do. Sometimes when you all are driving around Georgia in the South, if you go down I-75, go on in one of them cotton fields. There is no shade. There are no trees. Mm. There is, it's, it's harsh. And picking cotton is very difficult because cotton spurs will cut your fingers. And people work out there for, I don't know if you all been from sunup to sundown, what we used to call it in the country. They work up, people work from cane sea to cane sea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From dawn in the morning until late at night, can't go to the sun from the sun up to sundown. No breaks. And it is, no and breaks. you work and you struggle like that for a year, and you got nothing. In fact, I'm gonna tell, let me let me give you a comparison. Okay, when we're in slavery, pre 1865, you just worked on the slave plantation, right? Mm-hmm. And you um you got nothing. You got nothing once a year. You 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 know you you got nothing. You might have been able to have a little plot outside to grow something. Okay, now. Okay, moving right along. Now the, the Civil War is over and the people are free. So here is what people were contending with. I just stepped out of slavery in April the 12th, 1865. So what's going on in the South? You know, these enslaved people are free. They don't have to work for freedom, but here's what they start doing. Federal government was down here trying to, you know, get this enslaved people, you know, self-sufficient. So you would sign a contract like this. So what you would do, because you got to work, you got to eat. So now to get paid for your labor, supposedly, you go back and you may sign a contract with your former enslaver. Here's what the contract will say. Now, what does this sound like? The contract will say something like they will provide a house 
and they would provide tools. But if you broke the tools, you had to pay for them. And then at the end of the year, you will get a split of the crops. That's called sharecropping. Hmm. Sharecropping is, is now what we have. I call it when you look at those contracts, it, and it's legal slave. It's just now slavery is legal. You sign a contract. And what they were looking for were the children. They were looking for children. They like children and, and, and start working about eight years old. And so they wanted these children. They would actually do things like take the white planters would just gather up people's children and hold them hostage and wouldn't let them go. Hmm. And um, you had mothers would have to go to the authorities, which was the the army that was down here, to try to get their children back. Hmm. Um, So this sharecropping that started after the Civil War, which ended up, and sometimes people are still sharecropping, but that's why people left the South. These sharecropping agreements, Meant, mm-hmm. meant nothing. It's just, you really just signed up and said, I'm just going to work for free. So it was a scam, basically. It was, it's, I call it a scam, but I mean, it's like, okay, it's like if you you work somewhere, say if you work, you work for, uh, I don't know, what's something model. Let's say we work for the IBM, and you just tell IBM, I'm going to work over here for you to give me some lunch every day. <clears throat> yeah, that's crazy. And, um, and, and, and paper to and, do and your work. It was stay. like, that is why, hmm. let me tell you something, that is why this country is enriched. The work that we did, African-Americans, black people, is why this country is rich. White people got rich off of this stuff. Planters who did, had these cotton plantations down south, they were the richest people in America. They had labor. free labor. Free labor. I yeah. give you something to think about. Suppose, let, let's pick a soul. I just came from Macy's. Suppose everybody in Macy's were working for free. Mm-hmm. Every cashier, every janitor, everybody. Mm. But you're making money hand over fist. Yep. And that is what was happening in the South during slavery and even after slavery. That is what was happening. That's why we left in, in, in droves um, when people started seeing you know, Jim Crow kicked in. That's why people were getting the hell out of the South. Mm. Okay. That's why we have people. You know, and what happened, particularly the period of time when we left for the North, which kind of around the 1920s was the real book for a lot of Ku Klux, a lot of Ku, the Ku Klux Klan and lynchings yeah. going on and people start leaving. Mm. And then when the war came, especially World War One, this is when things really changed. Around the 20s, World War One, the men, the white men of North were going to the war. They needed workers. So the, that's how people especially got into Indiana and Chicago. They came down south. They need workers. They came down south, you know, and tried to recruit African Americans. That's who was still here to come up north. But what the and the farmers in the south would try to keep this information from the from the enslaved people. They would even threaten by law and recruiters who come from like Detroit from the auto industry to try to get people to work. They would threaten the the local start, which was illegal to tell people you can't come down here and recruit people. So people had to sneak out. I mean, we're talking nineteen. 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, and people was people would usually leave at night. I mean, it's like you've been, it's like you've been a runaway slave. You had to leave at mm-hmm. night. It was a terrible. These are free people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, um, that's the kind of thing that I wish young people would understand. What the the the, the oppression that your ancestors went through, and we won't even go into slavery in the Middle Passage. Mm-hmm. We won't even about coming from right. um, 
after this country. That was just horrific. Mm. Absolutely. So, Mom, the other thing, you know, with the work that you do, first of all, can you tell us uh, more about, like, you know, some of the accolades as far as, like, you know, the uh, research and everything? I, I, you know, got on here and was trying to talk about it, but I don't know if I represented it correctly. So, you know, tell us a little bit about that with the Genealogical Society, some of the um, groups that you work with and some of the other work that you do as far as with the genealogy? Okay, well, of course, in America we have genealogy. You know, it's like a hobby for some people, but it's like something we're looking for our family members. And so I'm a genealogist. I work with an African-American group here. There's a national African-American genealogy group. Basically, you know, it's a bunch of, it's a group of people who are together, not only to document our personal history, but to make sure that our um, our own history is is to all of our history is told. For example, I'm telling you guys something. Everybody go to school and you all learn you learn the history of all kind of people, other people. But you have a personal history yourself. African Americans have done some remarkable things. Um, I think some of it is coming to light now. Um, for example, I'll give you one. I just because I'm just working on this today with somebody in World War One. World War One was the first time that African American men had to, by law, sign up to join the military. Right. Mm-hmm. So we were proud. They were proud to do that. They signed up in numbers. Of course, the military was segregated, and they gave them the worst jobs. You know, they were trying to keep. So they mm-hmm. went to France. You all should have heard the story about Henry Johnson. Henry Johnson was a black soldier in World War One. Oh, yeah. This, this is crazy. Single-handedly, single-handedly took on a whole cadre of German by himself. Do you think when he came back that that was Medal of Honor action that he did? Do you think when he came back to this country that they said anything about that? Not, not Do you? Uh, not, was it was name, a movie. It was a movie. About that, right? I named Artie but Henry yeah. John, and there are a lot of no, stories no like no movie like that. But they, um, I think it wasn't until Barack, Barack Obama is the one that finally gave him some recognition, right? Oh, and there are lot yes, and there are, well yeah. Clinton did, and there are lots of stories like that in, hmm. in 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 American in American history. That's just one. I'm I'm retired military, so I know that, but there are many many stories, and I try to, and I encourage you all or anybody. They ain't gonna learn it in school, so teach your own children. Pierre knows when he was a kid. I made sure that he knew about these things, and um, but teach your children that. They yeah. won't know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Very true. Very. Tell Ray story. I'm sure if you all, mm-hmm. you many. I'm sure I have to tell Ray this story. Ray is the, the little girl, my buddy. Okay, you all know about the Amistad. There was a movie about that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You remember the Amistad, where yep. there were a group of Africans that were coming out of Cuba and they overtook the slave ship. They were enslaved people. Yeah, mm-hmm. they made a movie about it. It made it to the, but on that ship, there's a movie about it. You know how they got to Connecticut and in the form of President John Quincy Adams, he took on their case. But nobody tells the story of how those, in fact, first of all, they, they got the wrong group of Africans, okay? It's like if you were to come to the United States and, um, let's see, how can I put this um Grab a bunch of kids over in the ninth grade, or did you land over at Fort Benning and grab the infantry unit? 
the, the enslaved Grab people, the they, mm, yeah. they were warriors. But the story that none of you know, and you probably never heard, how those African men were able to do that. There were some little girls on that ship, eight and nine years old. They just kind of let them, they were running about, and they discovered where the machetes were. And those little girls, eight and nine years old, communicated with those enslaved men about where those weapons were, and they were the catalyst to mm. get weapons to them, and that's how they got a, got a, out of there, what, got the weapons to do what they did. I think that's a proud story for young women to know, but nobody ever, that is fact, that's a documented fact, because nobody talks about that, and you've probably never heard of that before. Yeah, they made a whole movie, and it was literally just about the trial, but not the actual Void of that. that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, so so mom. Um, All right, a lot of movies you see out here, they tell it from the perspective, and I won't go into mm-hmm. other the, the white tribe, but there's a story those African that's men true. had to tell. You don't hear that, and that's what we need to do. There's an adage, I'm sure you've heard it, and all of us need to get into our own stories, even your personal family history, because there's an old African adage that says, until the lion has his storyteller, you will only know the hunter's tale. Mm-hmm. We have to tell our own stories. Mm. This is true. We can't wait for somebody else to tell them for us. Um, I, I got a question. Yes. Th- this is Ray's dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to know where you were born and what got you into genealogy. Well, I was born at my, my ancestral roots are all in South Georgia. That's where all my cousins and people be. But when I was born, my mother and father had moved to Florida. So I am born in Palm Beach County in a place called Belgrade. That's where I was born and raised. My roots in Georgia, but I was born there. I graduated and I from Howard University when I finished high school. And I joined the military because hmm. I just, I don't know why I did that. I joined the- <laughs> Ma, you told me this story. She... She joined the military because she had gotten in trouble <clears throat> when she lived in Belglade. First of all, Belglade is a very is small Florida. town in Florida okay. that time kind of forgot a little bit. Gotcha. They still have dirt roads there. Uh, the the main, uh, if mom, correct me if I'm wrong, the main um, you know export from that area is sugarcane, right? Sugarcane. It's a yeah. big sugarcane. Big yeah. sugar cane. So she had gotten in trouble. If, if you, if I remember the story correctly, you had gotten in trouble, and your punishment was to go and organize all of the like books in the library. Can we ask what she did? Oh yeah, that's why I left. What, what did you do? How'd you get in trouble? Achievers <laughs> in school, so they banished me to the library to shove books. That's why. But when I was back there, the librarian noticed that I didn't shove any books. I started reading. I read the whole. I read all the encyclopedias from A to Z, wow. not word for word. And then they told me there was a world outside of where I live because I come from a place. It's it's a reclaimed swamp land. It's part of the swamps of the Everglades. So that made me see something else, and I wanted to leave. Hmm. And then, of course, D.C. seems exciting, so I went to because all everyone who did go to college from my town they went to either FAMU or Bethune Cookman. I wanted to go further. Really, I was trying to get away from my mother. I was trying to go somewhere she would be in. So I went to Howard, got involved. Well, it was amazing how I got in the military because when I was in Howard, I got in, I got involved with. Um, That's Virginia, I got involved right? with. I was with Rap Brown, Stokely Carmichael. I got involved in that. So it was yeah, amazing. She went to school with all them guys. 
Really? Wow. It, it wow. Days when I got into the military, but I, my, my work job, my work study job was with the ROTC and the professor of military science used to, instead of working every day, he would tell me about them. I said, hmm, well, I'm going to join this military for a couple of years. And then I'm, cause I'm going to just go so I can go overseas. And this was in a time when I graduated from college, the same thing that was going on, that was a, a that was a, the economy had failed and jobs were hard to get, and that's that's why I joined. And where and I'm glad I did it because when I did go, I got to travel a lot. And when I travel, a lot of people like to go to the beaches and other places. When I travel overseas, I look for the black presence in that country. Mm. That's what I look for, and that's what I enjoy doing. For example, when I went to Russia, you would normally you would think not to look for the black presence in Russia, wouldn't you? Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there was a man named Alexander Pushkin. Alexander Pushkin was the grandson of uh, uh, General Hannibal, who Peter the Great had brought this African into his court to be one of his generals. And his son is Alexander Pushkin, his grandson. And Alexander Pushkin is a he's the Shakespeare of Russian writing, and a lot of the fairy tales you hear, like Seven Snow White and the Seven, come from Russian. Come from Russian stories that this man wrote. Hmm. So he's black. He was black. Yes, his father, his grandfather was had a was a skin. Peter the Great. You know, Peter the the Russian um, czar brought this African from Africa. Brought this young man to from Africa. Trained him in his court, and he became a general in Peter the Great's army. And Pushkin was his grandson, and he is recognized worldwide for he's like the Shakespeare of Russian writings. Which hmm. Shakespeare, and so, and those are the kind of thing. That's why I think I really joined that because everywhere I went, I looked, I was looking for, for the black presence where where our footprints are in this diaspora around the world. Hmm. Beautiful. That's dope. Thank yeah. you for that information. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, listening to her so and, and doing is... my research and stuff, this, like the, the, um, the history is just full of stories like that. Like, right. Right. Like folks, like the contribution that we make and just like, just straight up being badasses, man. Like, right. seriously. I'm no, really. You know, Go ahead, Mom. Was probably invented. We had the roots. So let's take, for example, I'm going to take something. I was just talking to my friend from Barbados. Every y'all love rum. Y'all ever drink rum? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you know who, who made rum and started it? Started in Barbados from the yep. in, from people. Mm-hmm. Black Africans made rum was was first developed in Barbados mm-hmm. by African <clears throat> slaves. Almost anything you can, the many things you can think of. Like you always hear, there's no, nothing like the real macor. You all hear that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. White people always say that. Well, the real McCord is an is it's it's a they say you want to have it's a it's an engine that was on a train and you say you want to have the real thing, the real McCord, and that was invented by a black man. <laughs> or most, many things were like many that. Things, yeah. The yeah, list man. grows on and on. <laughs> wow, and it goes on. Wow, and on and, and you know 
so mom, the other thing that I really wanted you to talk about is because, you know, I really wanted to kind of address and debunk or either prove some of the myths that are surrounding the genealogy test. And that's like, you know, African ancestry or 23 and me and all of that. And the cotton swab people's fear around this is usually surrounding. Like I've never heard people. Well, there's only a handful of people that are going to articulate it and say, well, I, I think they're going to clone me. But people are always worried about, well, you know, they got your DNA. What are they going to do with it? And and the fear surrounding that, you know, you being somebody who is um, versed on this and you work directly because as long as I've known, I think you first brought home an um, African ancestry um, DNA test, like almost back in like 1995, if I remember correctly. When they first started. Yeah. Now, let me tell you about that. Here's what you, um, his um, disclaimer. Now, you have to decide when you give your DNA, and, and you know, okay, let me see if I can say this. No, you don't know what they're going to, even though they give all kind of statements, you know, there's a disclaimer what they're not going to do, but they have your DNA. You don't know what they're going to do with it. I don't think they're going to do anything nefarious, but that is possible. Hmm. You know, there was a time, let's go back 200 years ago, nobody said you could fly, but now we're flying all around. And there are lots of stuff you can do. DNA has good qualities and bad. DNA is going to be the cure to a lot of disease we have. You know, that's the new, some of the modern cures you're having. It's based on the coding. Your, your DNA controls everything that goes on in your body. On these commercial tests, I just tell people, I don't think 99% they won't do anything, but it's not... It's not impossible. It's not impossible because there's one, uh, you hear people say, no, they're going to get my DNA because your DNA is unique to you and they're going to make people and clone you and run run around. I, it could be done, but I highly doubt that it will be done. And what is that going to, to benefit them? So I tell people to take a DNA test. If you're fearful of that, don't take it. Now, I, don't, I take them. I take a lot because on the, what it helps me as a genealogist you will find people that you are probably, if you are that kind of person and you want to know who the people you are related to in the world, who your cousins are, and as genealogists, what we really want to know, that's why we take it. For example, think about this. You have a great, everybody got a great grandmother, right? Mm -hmm. Your great grandmother have brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. You probably don't know where any of the descendants, some of those are some of the descendants of those people that are your age. Right. Mm. Do you want to know who they are? Some people don't care. If you're curious, if the DNA test wasn't done for Virginia, is put them in touch with people who they are related to. They have a common great-great-grandmother. And we as genealogists, why do we want to know that? Because our goal as black genealogists is see if we can get ourselves back to Africa. Those mm. people may have information about the family that you do not. That's why genealogists take this test. Mm. Um company, and I'll just tell you, 23andMe, the one you see on TV all the time, they started in this, it is just a medical research. I'm not going to lie to you. That's what they, that's why they started the company. They didn't start it for no genealogists. That, that, it helps genealogists, but that's what they do. Now, what they say, they put this into an unnamed database, and they, they do use this stuff for medical research, but it's supposedly in an unnamed database. They don't know you from Adam. They just your name is stripped off of it, and it's just they take the statistics from it. Hmm. So, but that that does happen. One of the companies do do that. I don't, uh, you know, at my age, 
They can do what they want with my DNA. <laughs> but so, but I just tell people, if you're real, really concerned, now, Leon probably was uninformed when I got him to take it, but he's in all, he's in all the tests. He's in there, so yeah. we'll see. So, Mom, but what would you what would you, what would you say as far as like you know some people saying they're going to use this to you know they're using this to create a biological weapon that can target people based on their DNA? What would you feel? I, you know, what would you say to someone that that that's their reasoning for not wanting to uh, take the tests? Um, if you feel like that, don't take it, but. That's not far fetched. That's it's far fetched, but I would say that's possible. But you wouldn't put it past them as somebody highly, that worked I, in military intelligence. Like highly improbable, possible, but highly improbable. Hmm, okay, hmm. wouldn't put anything past science because there are some things I don't know a lot about it. There's a program. Yeah, you, know, you watch this where in China they. They, they, there's a place in China where they are forced to take the DNA test. You have no choice, hmm. and um, they are they've been able to target groups of people. That's possible, but highly highly improbable. But I wouldn't put it past something happened sometimes in this country fifty or hundred years from now. I don't know if they do it, but it's possible. But I say like this: it's possible, highly improbable. Hmm. Okay. Really. But DNA testing, oh, oh I'm going to tell you all that. Okay, everybody's concerned. Let me tell you, when you go to the doctor and you give a blood exam, you know how the blood exam, when you give a, you give a blood test, mm-hmm. you have a biopsy, that does not belong to you anymore. Scientists use that stuff. If you want to hear something real, are you all familiar with the a book called, it's The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lynx. It's a woman who yeah, had... Yeah, yeah, they did the movie about her. Mm-hmm. The Hella Project. Yeah. Have it back in the 50s. Mm-hmm. And today they have made millions of dollars off of that. Like, she got some sales that just won't die. They're still alive today. They have made trillions of dollars off of her research. And the family got a, didn't get a dime, but that's illegal. When you go to the doctor and you take a blood, t- take a sample, it belongs to them. Wow. They, use, they can use that. When you go and you got your little, you know, you got your physical, they took a blood example. Or you took a biopsy of some skin. You don't own that anymore, hmm. and there is no law where you can say don't use it. Or give, so they give have your stuff. They're using it. Mm. Wow. If you want to, yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. That's that's a crazy stat. Yeah, it is an absolute fact. <laughs> I work in the medical field. You don't own when you go get a test, especially women, because we get more tissue tests than probably you guys do. We get a lot of tissue. You don't own that anymore. You, you, you. It belongs to science. They can do what they want with it. And I guarantee that's something that they think is rare. Just like if you haven't read this book, I'm just gonna get the movie. That's easier. This woman had cancer. She gave um, samples of her tissue. It belongs to science. It's used all over the world. It's much sought. So this happened back in the 50s, and it's 2020, and they are still using that woman's cells for research. It's done some good things. But the fact is, like, she didn't know. You know, they don't tell you they're going to use your stuff. And um, the family got no benefit. It was a very poor family, and the family got no benefit from it because they didn't know until some Mm. reporter stumbled on it, I think, back in the 80s and when the family found out. But there's nothing they can do because you don't own your tissue. When you go to the doctor and give us something, you don't own it, and you you don't own it anymore. So they're patting. It's basically a patent. There's no statement and say, don't use my Mm -hmm. tissue. Yeah. 
Wow. That's crazy. Well, and um, so you would say be leery of of this if you're if you're concerned about someone uh, taking your your information and using it against you as far as your genetic code and all of it's that. Highly improbable, because what I know about medical <laughs> technology is not there yet. You hear mm. what I'm saying? Not uh, yet. But working on it all the time, and one day that will be possible. You know, you what. 1950, I didn't think you could clone anything. You know, you can clone stuff now. It is illegal to clone people. But, you know, who is that? Barbara Streisand cloned her dog. Oh, wow. And then she also, but now with that, yeah, people, you can clone, but nobody's cloning people. It is illegal. But we will see the Frankenstein movie where some mad yeah, exactly. scientist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hmm. Okay. Wow. So w- was there was there anything that you this is raised that um, is there anything that you figured out or found out about your ancestry that stuck out or you were kind of shocked? No, by? I, don't care what I, I don't care what I found out. I, this is no big secret. I'm looking. Well, I was 54 years old when I found out my daddy wasn't my daddy. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm. Nor is my sister's daddy. Huh. <laughs> On the quest now to find my, I found my, in fact, I found my sister's father. I found, there's a story how this happened. Two girls get pregnant in the, this is a country. Y'all hear this. Two girls get pregnant in the country at the same time. And one girl's father got there with the shotgun first. And that was the other girl's father. Mm-hmm. So my sister had a sister. This was up in the, I make a long story short. I did find, I found all her people, her daddy, her sister, and then I found out that my daddy wasn't my daddy either. And what happened, the way that happens, with gene, when you start doing genealogy, you start talking to people. You start talking to the elderly people. I come from, a, my family come from a small village where everybody know everybody. So I pieced this together by going to that village. And then this will happen when you, you, you talk to, if y'all talk to your parents now, you ask them about something and they'll say, oh yeah, I know that. But well, why didn't you ever tell me? Everybody <laughs> yeah, knows. Right. <laughs> But you know, if younger people tend not to talk to elders, and I please encourage you need to talk to your elder, listen to the stories they had to tell, and that's how I found it was a matter of and and so I'm still on the quest. Like I've got all my sisters, people worked out. I'm still look. I have an idea who my father is cause from from oral history, and I'm hmm. still looking. Um, Leon has um cousins that have showed up in the DNA. Um, on, related on his father's side. They, the, when you do those DNA tests, um, most times the advertisement that they have on there to try to draw you in, everybody want to know what they're, you know, where they come from. If I come from Gambia, if I come from Ghana, if I come from Ireland. So that's why people take that test. But the secondary part of that test is to find out cousin. That test will tell you people who you are related to closely by DNA. So you know because of the closeness of the DNA, you have to be related some kind of way. Mm. But then you got to get with that person and try to find out. I know we're cousins because our DNA tells us we're cousins, but how do we match? Mm-hmm. Brian right, has right. cousins that, um, in fact, one in particular is a long story I'm going to. We found out. She matches with Leon and Leon's sister and all them people. And I was able to tell this young lady why and how she relates to them. It has to be, you know, you guys have those little um, um, bachelor bachelor parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you might get carried away oh, at the no. bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, something no. happened a long time ago. This girl's mother conceived her at a bachelor's party. Wow. And she's 
35 years old, and now she's looking for her father. She does match with now. And I know the story, and I'm going to make a long story short. I was able to hook it up to her and tell her who her father was, one of wow. our cousins. This happened back in, in the 70s. Wow. Wow. Sometimes you find out things you don't want to know from that DNA test. That's true. <laughs> very true. That's true. One of very close, uh, one of my very close young lady who helps me loves her father's past. Her father took care. She loves, 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 loves her father. She talks about him all the time. So she wanted to do some research. We did that DNA test, and the way the test came out, that man can no way, absolutely, is not her father. Hmm. No way he could be her father. And there's some things you can see that match with cousins and all, but that was, can you imagine the father that you know and you love, and now you find out today that he is absolutely not your father? Yeah, I don't want to know. I wouldn't want to know. Uh, her mother is still alive, so she goes to her mother, and her mother won't tell her. Her mother keeps insisting that, no, 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 that is if he is not her father. There's no way it's, it's, it's impossible for him to be her father. And the mother won't tell her who the father is. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, that's... Ugh. And when you're coming in your you're concerned. I said, no matter. But this man was so good to her, and he probably knew he wasn't a father. Either. When she told me some stories about incidents, but I tell her that, I said, you know what? He raised you. He was good to that's you. Your that's father. your daddy. No yep. matter what. Don't worry about it. Yep. Hmm. So you may find out stuff like that. People are finding out. People, are, oh, and then some of the extreme, I don't know anybody personally, some of the extremes people are finding out about that test. You probably heard about those in the news, and, and they married to each other. And find out they, <laughs> yeah, we we've, we've heard of a few of those. Yeah, mm. so that's no reason. No, that's that's something you don't want to know. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Mm. That'd yeah, be terrible. I wouldn't want. Yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't want that. And that's another thing why you ought to know your family because you yeah. don't know who you're going. Even in our family, they are family. Uh, I guess I could say this. His father's up there at Tallahassee College. I don't know what happened, but he's dating a cousin. He don't know this. This Who? happened back, say Who like was the night. I was not dating a cousin. No, he said she said your dad. You know, you know those people. Oh, my right? dad those was. Oh, dad was dating the ones in Tampa. Oh yeah. Go to the okay. So this was back. John's father must have been in college back in the maybe the mid sixties. Okay, so. Someone dies in this in Tampa. You know, when people die, everybody comes back. Mm-hmm. So this is like, what, 30 years later, he goes to a funeral up there, and that's when this this girl shows up and found out they cousins. <laughs> I ain't going to talk about what they were doing in 65 when they were dating in Tallahassee. Oh, no. Well, they say a lot of us are related anyway. I think so. Yeah. A lot of black people are related. Because oh, yeah. of what happened in slavery. Yeah. And you hit it on the nose. That is why we do this research. Okay, that's great. Now I can answer that question. We do this research as African Americans because we know we got separated in the diaspora, particularly starting at slavery, and we want to know. And this is happening, and um, this happens with many genealogists. I have two good friends. When they were doing their research, um, Melvin was doing his research from his slavery line. And Anita was doing her research from her slavery line, and then they found out from the research that there had been a sale. And this brother, you heard about these things, the brother and sister had gotten separated and were sold to different people. But these two lines are connected by those two papers. They had, they had, they just got 
separated by and that's why black people do do genealogy mm. mm-hmm. that's our prime reason because we we so you know i mean everybody's got people that go back to 1865 and you know they got they just got i do a lot of research on slave sales and uh, right after the civil war it'll make you, it'll make you cry i'm looking at these documents where after the civil war um you know um, um Enslaved people could not get married because they were not citizens. They sort of got entered into a contract. So after the Civil War, everybody wanted to be married. So that was one of the things that enslaved people were going around. They were going around. They called solemnizing their marriages, and there are documents on that where you see people who are, you know, they've been married. They've been married thirty years, but that's one of the they want. They want education. They want land. Those are the primary thing, and they want to solemnize their marriages. So. These documents, when you read them, they'll say, um, this is John, the question will go like this, um, what's your name? John Black, black male, uh, 30 years old. Were you married before? Yes. What happened in a marriage? And what you'll see on there is sold away, sold away. The reason for the marriage, that first marriage and were their children? Yes. What happened? Sold away. And those documents just show you a whole, just a, just a, it's it's terrible how people were sold away, and it's Damn evident in these documents. Now that you know the woman, what happened? You know, mm. that that was one of the questions. Were you married before? Yes, I was. What happened to that spouse? And you know, sometimes it's that, but most it's just rampant. Document after document. What happened to the first man? Sold away, and they don't know where they are. They don't know whether. Ch- Can you imagine? You all have children, and somebody take your come to your house. You don't even know they come in that day. Just pick your child up. You can do nothing and you never see them again. Yeah, I'm reading a book now called um, The Half Has Never Been Told. And it talks about that specifically. Oh, yes. Know that book. And that's what I mean, just I I wish people could personalize that. It's it's just terrible. You You can't even imagine that, though. Yeah. mm -mm. Yeah. Think about your, your child that somebody you have no control you just they just come and take them, and you may never see them again. And that was the other thing after the Civil War. People were really trying to find their souls away husbands, their souls away wives, their souls away children. There were ads and papers, and most of them never um, found me because you don't know where they went. You have no clue where they took them. There's no, you know, mm. it's terrible. Hence what you do <laughs> and why you do what you do. Yeah, that makes total sense. So, so like, is that a big community? I'm sorry. Oh, it's a huge community. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a huge genealogical community. Mm-hmm. And we're making the connection. It's huge. It's, it's been, um, really big with African Americans. Really more important to us than, than the white people. Because the white people, they look up the stuff, but they know their stuff. Just like this family. That was a phenomenal get-get. Just like the family I told you, the Melvin and then the Anita. They had um, ancestors that, that got sold away, and they have discovered them here in the last couple of years, and these two families got together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, one thing, let me tell you one document I could tell you on the air right here. The one thing that you, the first document you start, you, you start working with is the American census. The census is taken every 10 years. It remains private for 72 years. After 72 years, it's open to the public. You can, um, the, the census, um, you know, it's in Washington, D.C., but it's on you, that Ancestor.com you all see, you can go to their website and, exe- et, um, exe- uh, I mean, my tongue is tied, 
You can see the census there. Now, that's a paid subscription, but almost everywhere um, you can see Ancestor.com through your library for free. Mm-hmm. The census that's open right now is the 1940 census. So the technique is this. You just you go to the 1940 census and you find everybody that you think you're related to, and you're going to find that by talking to, to relatives. And then you go back to the 1930 census, back to the 1920 census. You work all the way back to the 19. 19- 1870. The 1870 census is the first census where you're going to see black people enumerated by name um, because the census was a census of, of people who were free. Now, if you're black people were free, they're going to be there. And that's what African-Americans, we call our brick wall, because after the 1870, we have really have a hard time trying to find our people. That is another technique. I won't go into it here. But then you got to try to find out if your people were enslaved, where they were enslaved, and then see if you can. Then you got to research white people records to see if they kept any kind of records. But that's the first thing you would do. No, the first thing you do, you talk to your elders and your family and get all the information they know about your people. Then the next thing you do is the census. And then there's some more in real in depth things that you do of it. But luckily, because of YouTube and all that stuff, all you got to do is Google it, and there's all kinds of tutorials and 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 free mm. stuff to tell you how to do this. University hmm. of YouTube. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. Well, yeah, Ma, we just really wanted you to drop, you know, because I, I have these conversations with you all the time, so I'm, I'm really familiar with this info, and I've tried my best to relay it to my friends and colleagues and on my platform, but uh, I thought it would be really good to have it coming from the source today. Yeah, it's been very enlightening. Very, very enlightening. Some stuff I'm definitely going to check into. I I say you all should do this because you need to do it for yourself and you need to have this to pass on to your... um, to your children and the young people in your family. And you need to talk to them. Like now, I wish I had. My grandfather was alive when I was young, and I just didn't ask him. But I wish if I had talked to the elderly people, I would have had more information. But you need to talk to your elderly people right now. And just if you don't do anything else, ask your mother, your dad, your uncle, your elderly people. Just tell about the stories, where they're from, what they did. Um, And let me tell you something else you should do for you, what you guys should do. You all have a story, too. We go to school and we learn about, like, Martin Luther King, okay? And what they did or, or mm-hmm. Frederick Douglass. But you have people that survived just like them. They're not in the school books, but they have a story. That's your story. For example, I'm going to compare something I'm doing to what you all could do now. For example, I was alive when Dr. Martin Luther King was killed. I was up and I was, I was in Howard University on Georgia Avenue going to... Nine West to buy some shoes when that broke out. I experienced that. Now, you all studied that in school, but I was there. Mm-hmm. I was there caught up in a, in a ride. I was there when James Brown was trying to calm everybody down. I have a story. You have a story. You're living through, you lived through the first African-American president that was elected. That's going to be in history books. Say 50 years from now, that's going to be in the history books. You're going to have descendants, and you know, I'm using Ray because I know Ray. Ray will have grandchildren by then. They, you know, your experience is that they might say, Well, what was my great granddaddy? They won't say that, but what was my great granddaddy doing during that time? What was his experience? What was his thoughts? What did he do? That's why you need to write your own story. Mm, 
It's a callback to uh, just the ancient African culture of, you know, stories being passed down word of mouth, the grids. Yeah. That's right. Here's one thing we admire. You all, let me tell you about but I admire. In Africa, we knew our history. This is something that I point out to, I was telling the Brian, I am searching for our history. I have to go find out who is who. You stop an African, a person from Africa, they can recite their history. Mm. Talk to an African, they can they can recite their history because they have a griot that passed that story on, okay? Mm-hmm. Doing slavery that was broken with us. We mm-hmm. weren't allowed to do that. That's how it got lost. We could not tell those stories. They were not passed on. But I always admire that because you, you talk to an African, they can tell you which they can give you generations of their their story and where they came from and who they were and who they were. And we used to do that in our family, sit down and tell the story. We lost that. Mm. Mm. And as a genealogist, Very that's important. what we back together. Like for many hours, I'm putting that together. You know, we've got all kind of modern things now. I'm trying to yeah, make yeah, sure, right? So up and all the interesting stories and who his father was and why they did what they did. Not just who they were. What were their thoughts? What were their motivations? What? Why did they do what they did? Right. That kind of Wow. Yeah. I never thought about it like that. Like how important it is. That fact. It is who you are. You know, you go to school, you were in school, you all studied all these people in history. I won't even go there. were so many other remarkable people in African American history, other than Frederick Douglass. You know, they're great. Other than Harriet Tubman, they're great ones. And then you have a story, your own family. Mm. Yes, what true. were they doing? I'm trying to find out, for example, in my family, I know when they came out of slavery somehow, my the, the last slave owned land. And I'm trying to find out where did he get money to own land if he had been a slave two years before. And there's right. a piece of oral history that his brother had been a shoemaker on the plantation. And, you know, the in, sometimes the enslaved, enslavers would let them work a little bit for their own money. And I'm told that's where they had that money because he had made shoes in slavery. And the enslaver had allowed him to work on some other plantations for a few bucks. I have the whole, I can't find him in, in, the, in the paperwork, but I have that oral story hmm. that I'm trying to, um, trying to prove. Anyway, there's some characters. <laughs> I, I found my relatives that were on the chain gang. Um, when I was a kid, I would go back to Georgia and you know how your uncle show up and his name is, let's say his name was Thaddeus. They told me his name was Thaddeus. And then when I was a teenager, I went back to, he would come up from Acalachicola, Florida, just to visit. Then I went back to his funeral and he's being buried as something else. I said, well, I thought his name was Thaddeus. Why is his name Duncan? Then they told me the story. That's why he was on a chain gang. He escaped. When oh. he was, he had, <laughs> my family was something else. They did not bow. All these stuff about folks bowing down to white people. They didn't do that. Mm. He had he had got into an altercation with a with a white man, and just about killed him. He didn't kill him, but he almost killed him, and so he had to run away. And that's a typical story. You'll have ancestors that stood up to these white people. Mm-hmm. So he ran away to Apalachicola, Florida, but he would sneak back to visit his family. Wow! And when he died, you know, they buried him in his room, and they told me who he really was. And, and you know, then we got another one. I'm following up on. This is a sad story. One on my daddy's side. I, I, we went to the, um, we, I have an ancestor that was lynched, and on his death certificate, cause of death, lynching, 
Persons Unknown. And he he's on that memorial. There's a memorial if you haven't gone to it. It's the, at the um, Justice Initiative in, in Montgomery, Alabama, where they have been documenting all the folks that were lynched around the United States. And they have a memorial there by state, by county, and they have the names of these people on these monuments. And my dad, this is my daddy's uncle, his name is Jake Davis, and he's on one of those monuments. And the wow. family story is, and that is why my father and I learned, that's why he left Georgia. He didn't really want to go back because of that incident. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. And it's something to actually see, something I have heard about live and in person. Then I came back to Georgia, and I searched for his um, death certificate. And I found his death certificate, and the cause of death says lynching. Big letters are written across wow. it. Yeah, it's yeah. the uh, the the Holocaust Memorial, and they had they also have the Legacy Museum. That's in Montgomery. There. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth the field trip. You no, know, I'm, go out I'm there thinking that now to take my daughter out there. Yeah, yeah. and and the the monuments that she's talking about, um, the brother that did the movie. Uh, there's a book that he wrote okay. first. Brian Stevenson, right, Mom? That's his name. Steve- that initiative. Yeah, that museum is something, you know, it's cold, but now it's closed, but really encourage everybody to take young people. It is dedicated to the history of people who were lynched and people who are in prison. African-Americans aren't just trumped up charges. Right. It's about injustice. It's a very high-tech modern museum. Then down the way, he has the a memorial to those persons that were lynched in the United States. And he's challenging. He has these bricks with all of the names on them of the people mm. and the dates that they died and were lynched. And he's challenging these counties because they're listed by county. He's challenging them to come and get these bricks mm. and put them up. You know, so nope. I just come and got yeah, one yet. Of not. <laughs> I'll tell. Wait, let's see who's going to be the first county to pick up their brick, and then who's going to be the last one? The Cab County, the NAACP here in the Cab County, we have an initiative going to do that. I, I hope it comes, it's going to come to officials taking some time because you got to negotiate with the city, you got to get a place, because he's not just going to let them bring it down here for nothing. They want it, it needs to be put in a prominent public place. So, the Cab County is in negotiations to do that. So, um, our suggestion from the NAACP, take that stupid Confederate monument from in front of the DeKalb County Court and put that there. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Mm. Well, thanks, Mom. I just wanted you to to come on and share with us because I know you know you you've got a well of information. This isn't going to be the last time that you're on. I'm not sure. at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, you know, we're gonna. Well, I highly encourage everybody that's listening. Do start off if you do for your for the for your youngsters. Do your family history. You start documenting and talk to the mm. elderly people in your family and get their stories. They'd be happy to talk, and nobody ever talks to them. So get that. So, because then remember my favorite adage is until you have, until the lion has his storyteller, we will only know the hunter's tale. So, you need, we need to tell our own stories because they're not in the history books. White mm. people write these books. Our history, our story is not in these books. We need to write our own stories. That's right. Word up. I agree. Impress. You have a birthday mm-hmm. coming up. So shout out to you, yeah. Capricorn. My birthday is four days after yours. So. We, oh, cool. Yeah, we in the same good. gang. <laughs> good. 
Yes, we are the special ones. I don't know about all of them. I've been trying to tell them that. Thank you. <laughs> we are the special ones. You're like. The rest of them. <laughs> Take a number and line up behind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Nice talking with you all. And y'all, like I said, do your stories. In fact, write about yourself if you don't do anything else, because all of you do some amazing things. Write about yourself for your children and your nieces and your nephews. Mm. Yourself. That's actually a cool idea. Yeah, it is. Just it start really is. Writing a journal. Get our memoirs together. Writing, mm-hmm. Yeah, writing some things about yourself, your life, where you're at at the time. That could be some really good insight. Yeah. And hell, yeah. we don't even have to write it now. You could start recording videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just exactly. talking. And that would be even better. Yeah. We should be the grits. We the should. Grits. We are the grits. All right. Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. Okay, um, Mom. Okay. Um, show time. <laughs> Wait, waiting on my dinner. All right. <laughs> I will be there after we're done recording. I'll see okay. you later tonight, okay? All right, love hey, you, Empress. Be safe. Be well. Be right. good. Love you, Mom. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace. Hey, all right. We about to break the internet. Yeah, we fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's like I knew your mom went in, but that's a frag. No, not yet. Nah, yeah, she's different, bro. She reeled it in for y'all too, like <laughs> really. Yeah, no, my mom be like, well, she yeah. We will be sitting at the the restaurant, mad white people around. Oh, she goes. And she goes. I would in. love to see yeah, that. Yeah, she don't give a fuck, like <laughs> nah. at all. No. I remember when they used to call you nigga. That's the type of shit she'd be on. But yeah. I mean, she just, <laughs> like the fact that she was able to just run off names and dates and. Yeah, she's. And, and this just, is what she does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I'm, I was thoroughly impressed with that because I know there's more. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like she just, yeah. like, like you said, she just, here, y'all get this little bit for the pod, but. Yeah, nah, there's more. That's nah, why I was, that like, was she, dope. She could come back. Nah, yeah. that was dope. That was dope. Yeah. Super dope. Like she was answering the, the questions that I had before I even asked. Before you even asked, yeah, she gonna talk, man. That's one thing she will. She kind of remind yeah. me of Scott a little bit. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, being yeah, thorough yeah. with yeah, with every little so. with every question, them facts and the questions. Yeah, but she loves that work so much. That's the thing. She it, loves that. Sounds like that's like, her life. Like that's it is. Like literally, like you at any given time. She's at home, and I'm like, "What are you doing, Ma? I'm working on something. I'm I'm researching something, or or she'll be preparing some kind of speech or some shit. So she she loves that shit, man. She loves that work. I almost feel like a a direct obligation to that. Like I have to learn how to do this work. You know, I mean, what you do because how thorough she is to a degree, but not like her. She be in the the national archives, like digging mm. through records and shit like that. So. You know, I just got to yeah, figure it out. Sound like the, yeah, it sounds like, I mean, it's her passion. Yeah, that's her thing. It, but it's something you definitely know how to do. You know I'm what I'm saying? Just based on, because you, you're a smart dude, you know what I'm saying? And then I I was picking up on, okay, this is how the land was raised. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To be very resourceful, to be, you know, mm-hmm. you Not just, again. you just like, just like vampires she and used shit. To bribe, <laughs> she, she used to bribe me. Like I was a gamer. That That is the reason that I, I learned a lot of this shit. I used to, you know, Nintendo, I had to have the latest, you know, I wanted the new shit. Mm-hmm. Damn, Mike Tyson's punch out coming out, you know? But her thing was like, okay, you want this game? 
here's this book mm-hmm. about Frederick Douglass. Here's this book about Chappie. Mm-hmm. Read this book and write me a paper and be able to tell me about this shit. Be able to explain why mm-hmm. you feel the way that you do. You know, and she literally, that was one of the main questions. Mm-hmm. Read this and tell me how you feel about it. Don't just tell me like what it is. Read this and tell me how you feel about it. And then we're going to have a conversation about, you know, okay. about mm-hmm. these things and why you feeling what you feeling. Yeah. That's an add on I have to do because I, I brought Ray a bunch of a. I bought my daughter a bunch of uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, black history books. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One of the books I got her was, it was a book about uh, women uh, scientists and inventors. Yeah, and you know I tell her, you know, she, you got to read three, three chapters, write two paragraphs about each. But what you just said made more sense to be able to discuss it. Yeah. Cause you can read it and write it and be done and you ready to do yeah, some shit, but to, to discuss game. it, to get your, 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 your brain moving. And when something comes up related, you go, you, your mind's going to revert back to that. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, that's the thing I'm going to add on. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want her to know history and man, that was a dope conversation, man. Yeah, it was. Wow. That was a very dope conversation. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of that shit didn't like because when you think slavery, you don't you 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 think of harshness, but you don't think of the reality. Yeah, of day to day, day to day. Yeah, things. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like your family could be taken at any time. Like any time. Mm-hmm. You know here. what I mean. Like we know that happened, but the reality of it, not is, like how it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like that's yeah. There were times where there was mm-hmm. you were working. You had a family, you had a wife, and then people would show up, and then within a couple of hours, I you've been sold to them. You gone. You gone. Reason like for family the sold off all the way. Yep. That's crazy. And then and then you would have the wife uh uh pleading saying, "Take us all. Don't just take him. Like right. take all of us so we can mm-hmm. stay together." And they'd be like, "No, we're just taking we taking just him." Man, you had yep. people killing themselves. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you know, then, I just and you would find. Like she was saying, you you find like that that would happen, but then both sides, because of circumstance, they had no choice. Right, start up entirely new families. That's crazy. So you got a you whole love, you love this person, but yeah, like you have a whole different bloodline that started now. From and now, and y'all related, kinda, and, but y'all are related. So, because wow. one thing she didn't talk about. Uh, in her research, and I don't know, I'm, I feel like I talked about it on the pod before, but um, in her doing the research, she found out that uh, a roommate of mine, me and him actually ended up being cousins. And I've known this guy probably like since I was like 20 something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And we ended up being roommates. We were friends and mm-hmm. everything. His mom also did uh, work in, she's a part of that community as well. Y'all niggas are related. Through the research, probably. <laughs> like, no bullshit. No, I, we probably no, I, really I, I are. I think shit like that. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, like, when you just hit it off famously with somebody and it's like... Might be. You know man. what I mean? It's like... I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if y'all are related. From that same area, South Carolina, North Carolina, mm-hmm. like, we're... Could be. Yeah, y'all drive area. the same type of car. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, it's just bugged out hearing that somebody you've been friends with for years you find out like oh you're yeah. actually cousins like we we related like that and it was a close relation too so yeah. like second third yeah it wasn't that far apart hmm. like, 
his cousin is funny because his cousin used to come and kick it and he me and him hit it off cool and it's the funny shit was when we were hanging out a lot of the girls that we would be around girls i would bring around would say that me and this dude looked like brothers and then we found out me and him wow. are actually like the cousins. So that's, that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yo, man, we got the trippiest <laughs> fucking stay in America. It's, like, it's, it's, it is unique, 100% unique. Like nobody else yeah. has this story like this. Yeah. No, because I, I really believe that. Like, like you said, you just hit it off famously with somebody. You're just like, man, yo, this, this ain't cool as fuck. Yeah. Nigga. That's probably your cousin. <laughs> like you're probably related. Y'all linked somehow. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's weird that we don't know, but it's not it's not weird in the actual, you know, because you should, that's your tribe. Right. Yeah. You should be, you know, attracted or or, you know, absorbed with your tribe, mm-hmm. you know, to some degree. But the fact that we don't know mm. is Cause y'all, y'all niggas are related. <laughs> y'all niggas are definitely related. Because, yeah, you, you know, you think about it, you see people all the time where you're like, yo, you look like my like my locksmith. You look like locksmith. Oh, <laughs> I guess, man. I don't know. I showed him a picture of locksmith. He thought it was him. Yeah, that's great, dude. I I, I had you can edit that out. You want. I had a um. One of my exes, at one point, she met a friend who she brought around and she looked just like my ex. It blew my mind. I was like, y'all look exactly alike. Mm. Like something's something's like weird. Like I was blown away. Even even to this day, I'm like, it don't make no sense. Like hmm. y'all look alike. Related. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, it's it's a DJ in Atlanta that People say look like me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, we ain't gonna do That's that. That's a fact. But um, like niggas was going up to him, like, "Yo, man, what's good with the beats?" <laughs> and like, he's like, like, "What he, beats?" Yeah, like he would. He told me he was like, "Man, people ask me for beats all the time." <laughs> That's why, right there. Yeah, but I mean, everybody got those doppelgangers in the world. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think I, I, well, if I can't remember, I don't want to talk. About, but yeah, everybody got them doppelgangers, man. You see somebody look, you you swears them. Yeah, look like or 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 people always coming up to you saying you look like somebody from around my way or somebody I know. Mm-hmm. You know, you look just like this dude. I met Just Blaze, bro. <laughs> yeah, at at fucking um, uh, what's it? What's that restaurant in uh downtown Arthur Thomas? What's it called? Art Thomas. Art Thomas. Yeah, Art Thomas. I was at Art Thomas and uh, Gene Brown, legendary Gene Brown. Shout out to Gene Brown, record uh, collector. I was walking through and he was like, hey, what up, Illa? You ever met Justin? Do you know, do, do you know Justin? And I'm like, uh, I know a bunch of Justins. And uh, he was like, no, Justin. He points. It's just Blaze. He's waving like, yo, what up? Like, what up? <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, oh, wait, hold up. So he comes over to the table and we dap up. This is the same week Exhibit C comes out, right? Yeah. So I'm already tripping because it's like, like I've been listening to this nigga shit all week. Mm. It's like, damn, this nigga right here. This nigga hops up, come up to the table. He's like, man, I know you from somewhere. I said, 
<laughs> Just Blaze, you've never met me in your life. <laughs> I guarantee you. You know what I'm saying? And it was just trippy that like he he was like, man, I think I know you from somewhere. Mm. I'm like, but he was so cool. Like his energy didn't feel different. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it didn't feel like this is a celebrity and I need to whoop whoop. It just felt like we probably could chop it up about Transformers, GI, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It was just a real cool energy. And I think sometimes that shit is like some subconscious shit and some shit that we ain't delved into yet as far as just like recognizing, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying? Like an energy. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yep, yep. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, do y'all, do y'all, we got... What else we got on the docket? Because <laughs> we, we really hit much of nothing. Well, uh, for 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 the geeks and gamers out there, the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven finally dropped. Yeah, it's been some con- it's been, been some controversy. This. Yes, yes, lots of controversy, man. Um, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. That was the wrong one. That was the wrong. I thought you. I thought you go for the applause. Go for the yeah, yeah, man. The game. The and game is created by a black person. I didn't know that. My bad. Yeah, I, I didn't know that either. It was a board game. It was a board game mm-hmm. that was um that was created by a black dude uh many, many, many years ago. And I never and it's funny because I feel like I remember seeing that logo now. Mm-hmm. When I think about it, like just going into a comic store back when I was a kid. But the game came out. They uh pushed this game back several times. Mm-hmm. And even before they announced, well, before they released it, they made an announcement saying that they weren't confident in the release date. Yes. And now, yeah, we can see why. Like, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of fucking problems with this game. It's so, a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of glitches. Um, I play the game, you know, I, I'll sit down and game for like, you know, a couple hours at night. Um, and within like a maybe a good four hour gaming session. The shit will crash like five times. Like the game crashes. Like in the middle of me playing the game, it shuts down. So do you lose shit? Turns off. Yeah. That's happened. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. happened. Every now and then it'll come back. You'll lose progress. Um, but all of that aside, I mean, you know, there's graphic drop in problems, lighting issues, shit being all grainy. The graphics didn't look as good as they do now because uh, they just recently released a patch for it. Yeah, the hot fix. Yeah, and it improved the graphics, but it's still crashing, still has some of the other problems. But um, other than that, though, man, <laughs> aside from the game being incomplete, it's which a is a, a culture now in mm-hmm. gaming, they're releasing all these games that aren't finished. Mm-hmm. Because they can send these patches out real time, mm-hmm. but if the game had, like it's a good game, it's an excellent game still. Like the story's good. There's a lot of really fun shit you can do in there. It's fun to play, mm-hmm. and um, you know, if the game had come out without any of these issues, it would have been a legendary title. I'm sure. You know, but for me, I am waiting until six months from now mm-hmm. uh, because. The company who makes the game, CD Projekt Red. Red. Um, If y'all remember, well, for those who do remember, uh, their previous game, The Witcher, that came out with... Fucked up. Yep. Had issues uh, control-wise. With They had many revisions, and then they kind of got it perfected after about... I think it took about a year, Mm -hmm. but... 
I'm saying with this, man, like this is this is their second game. Like it's not their third, fourth, fifth game. This is their second game that they've made. And well, not second. Well, second. um Triple A game. IP. Yes. Like yeah. they have the Witcher one, two and three. But this is their game. That okay. is a completely different game. Open world. Mm-hmm. They're going to territory. They have never even ventured into really. So. For me, I was always cautious, but mm-hmm. now we see, you Cause, know. Because this one is, Cyberpunk is open world, decision, and, yeah. and gameplay. Yeah. yeah, in Lamb's terms, it's like a futuristic GTA. Yeah. You know, that's that, that's what you could say. With yeah. a lot more um, engagement as far as like the dialogue and all of that. Yes. Okay. And you being able to make decisions in the story. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, um, but, you know, it's a good game, man. And, and you know, but it's the... What's happening now is like PlayStation, uh, Xbox, they're all offering you to get your money back right now. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Unfortunately, that. yeah. I saw that. That's sad. That. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is, man. I mean, he burnt he, the money. He burnt the money. Yeah, he got it. I never understood away. why he did that. He he was they they he was obsessed with explosions and fires and shit. Cause remember that's how he lost his hand. Well, his hand got fucked up. The Mexican dude. Well, Puerto Rican guy. Yeah, probably. we're talking about Dead Prez. Dead Prez, I know. Puerto Rican dude blew so up we, the truck. So we had the part where he blew up the truck and I blew just, oh, he money. burned the money, man. <laughs> he burned the fucking money. Yeah, Lauren takes like, shit. Everything <laughs> Everybody mad. This whole plan went wrong. This shit went bad. Everything went, went Cause bad. Because she, she wasn't supposed to get clipped. She got killed. Yeah. It's fucked up. Oh, he hit with the Macarena too. Boucher right, man. Shout out to him, Boucher, man. How you get blood oh, on his face? Well, never mind. Oh, he, 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 boy, he fed him. Oh, and the shit died. Now he get the Emmys. Mm, mm. All right, so mm. yeah, yeah. This, this is not good. <laughs> no, it's a great cast. So. Yeah, yeah, this, this, <laughs> a, this is a great scene though. But y'all know what the fuck yeah, we talking about. Yeah, I've seen this a million times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I, I definitely say you know check it out if you're gonna wait. I would wait too because. There are problems with the game. That's me. But there oh, are things, you know, you can work around it. It's, I'm still having fun playing the game, even though it's broken. Yeah. So that says a lot about how dope the game is. Yeah. So I'm waiting to get it on my PS5. Yeah. Oh, PS5 secured. You're damn right. Yeah, you managed to. Yeah, round of applause, man, because that was a journey. <laughs> journey, my like that was a journey and a half for your ass, like. <laughs> I was sitting there online all day for days getting uh, Twitter alerts and everything from Walmart, Best Buy, Sam's Club, Target, like uh, you name it. I was mm-hmm. on it. And every time I was old for 60. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> yep. Until yeah. I wasn't. Nice, man. Congratulations, yeah, man. man. Congrats. Yep, yep, yep. So it'll be here soon. Still not here, but it'll be here in a little bit, but. Where you know that's what's up, man. Yeah. I wanted to play 2K last night. I was up. I couldn't sleep, and I was like, "Man, I don't. I don't feel like making no music. I don't feel like doing it." I was like, "Man, you know what I want to do right now? Play 2K." I mean, it's on your phone. It yeah, is on my yeah. phone. You, you right? Can, you know, if you want to be technical, it's on your phone, and I can um, I can uh, cast it. Yeah, you can yeah. on the TV. Can. Huh? You know, it may not be the best version, but it's something. Yeah, it's out there. <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah, that's the best option. Cause yeah. you cannot you cannot get into games, man. Yeah, yeah, we. <laughs> nah. Look at these niggas putting regulations on my life. Yes, I want a PS Five. Trying to help. We are looking out for you. 
Just trying to help you out. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. Oh, yeah. nah, that, was, that was dope. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn, they buddy up. But, um, all right, so where we at? Where we at? I don't know. I mean, we're at, what, two hours, ten minutes? So... This this is well. This ain't all our superpowers. Not Yo, yes. Somebody explain that. To yeah, me, explain please. that because I've heard several people say this. <laughs> like, and I've seen mad people online like this is this like year. the memes. Yeah, when I so get my superpowers. <laughs> 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 so I think this all came from a meme. Like, there's no scientific evidence of any of this, but I think like the planets are either. Venus and Mercury are going to align and create some kind of star. But from that, people got black people are going to get <laughs> superpowers <laughs> on the 21st yeah, yeah, yeah. of December uh, <laughs> because we have I, melanin and I, there's going to be like some kind of magnetic the pineal like, gland. Yeah, I, I can't talk about this. <laughs> pineal gland. I can't talk about this. This is craziness. It, yeah, it's crazy. But I'm just like the 21st you wait. Is, it's coming hey i'm but watching tomorrow shit. right what is it tomorrow tomorrow's the 21st right yeah it, yeah, it is. is so oh, much shit. yeah tomorrow powers right yo if you wake up uh, as miss uh what's the name uh doctor uh what manhattan, <laughs> <Better> manhattan. <laughs> oh my god yeah you wake up as uh, doctor manhattan nigga Hey, it's gonna be a lot of niggas outside yeah. tomorrow, like just just bathing in the sun. Like, yo, give me, give me, yeah, yo, y'all be careful out there tomorrow, yo. Because <laughs> I, I want the powers. Yeah, don't. No, no. Well, by the time we put this out, it's gonna be Tuesday, right? Yeah, it's gonna be right, Tuesday. So, so, yo, email us what y'all powers right. Were. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, what's the what's the email? Drop the email. Blackonpurposepodcast at gmail dot com. Please hit that email. Did you get the super strength, or are you just double jointed now? <laughs> 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 like which one or were you always double jointed were you always double jointed no please email us with your superpower and and, and we're being I'm being very serious right, right now cause this, if this I get the superpowers I'm gonna Fam, come I'm like yo man I, I baked I the might. egg with my eyes this morning <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all know <laughs> I baked it and please be responsible people don't with your powers don't yeah. be running out in the streets with your powers acting like you in dead prayers and don't try, try to just do bank. stuff and get yourself killed yeah you still could get shot yeah <laughs> Yeah, don't don't we, be out here trying to prove you bulletproof. We out here giving the advice Testing on superpowers. You know what was always? No, I think we said this. On, I think I said this before. How niggas shoot at Superman and then throw the gun at him? Yeah, yeah, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, just just be responsible with your superpower when you get it. <laughs> like we don't need you know Gucci stores getting robbed. Mm-mm. You know, yeah. Hey, I, I would good. I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put nothing past this year of 2020, man. If we, if niggas got super, like it, it, it would be the ultimate like redemption story for black people. Like man, niggas would be flying around yeah. the world trying to correct all the wrongs, everything, and making wrongs wronger. Yeah, yeah. I would. I'd probably be out here trying to be a vigilante. Yeah, mm, we, we all. Would. I think I'll be trying to make. I'll be trying to balance the scales a little bit. Yeah, if it's only us that got the powers, yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah. like we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We reckon shot, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be a thing. Oh man, that'd be great. Yeah, open the cells in Attica. Send them to Africa. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No, what did you do? <laughs> Send all the prisoners to Africa. Oh man, but yeah, 
Superpowers. Yeah. On the 21st, tomorrow. What would you want your superpower to be, fellas? I've thought about this. And me, I want the power of uh, teleportation, I think, is my ultimate. That's one of mine, too. Yeah. Mm, because that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. I think about all the other ones, and it's like, you know, obviously, of course, the first one that everybody always says is, I want to fly. But Nah, I'm good on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired if, on flying. If you're flying, like, if you could, like, it's gonna last very short because niggas gonna see you just flying and then you the only nigga that could fly. Yeah, like so it's like you a target yeah, now. That's it. shutting that down. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I'm tight. And if you're invisible, you gotta have your clothes off and yeah, it's like you run around naked like you're wackiest stupid. superpower ever. Yeah, yeah. You gonna you gonna you gonna forget and get hit by a car or somebody gonna throw something at like yeah, something's the, gonna the happen. The boy showed me that that was the worst superpower you can have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, very true. Because you gotta walk around butt, butt ass, ass all the time. Yeah, yeah, no, doesn't doesn't work. Nah, I don't know. What yeah, about don't you? Know. What, what, what would the power be? I'd be mad if I woke up and everybody had powers, and all I could do is like hold my breath for like hours. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you being like a up. rescue team or some shit, like like he he can save the kid. Send him down. <laughs> Send him into the smoke. Right. I don't know. I wouldn't want a superpower, I don't think. Oh, you... Nah, you'd be not. Nah, you want a superpower. Maybe just like strength or something. Or Super like, strength. Yeah, like bulletproof. Bulletproof. Bullet, bulletproof would come handy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like super strength or bulletproof. <laughs> Anything else, it's like, I wouldn't... I feel like you can't... You could still have some sort of... Um, some sort of uh, integrity with those superpowers. Mm. Anything else, you're going to abuse that shit. I mean, like hell, if, if, was, if, if you can be invisible, you're going to rob a bank. I mean, that's if you're bulletproof. Yeah, you're do something <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You like, rob you, a bank being bulletproof, too. Though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you could get pulled over and talk all the shit you want. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah that's true. What, Nick, what you going to do? You going to kill <laughs> me? Like, go ahead. Like, <laughs> Try again, motherfucker. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But like, if you could pick up a car and just throw that shit, I think that shit is ill. Where yeah. you going to throw the car at? To, to wherever I want to throw it to. <laughs> shit, I might just might I just might want to go viral. Might go viral Yo, watch this, y'all. <laughs> Man throws car. Man throws car. We lit. <laughs> gang, 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 nigga. gang. Stop playing. Nah, I don't know. I I would. It's always for me. I've of course I've thought a lot about this. I've I've always <laughs> said it's between the teleportation. The uh the healing factor like Wolverine, mm, yeah, or um shape shifting like Mystique, uh, turning other people where I can change. See, see that change could be my abused. appearance and shit. Yeah, if you, yeah, that, that could be a, well any any superpower. I mean, abused, if you, I think, yeah, but if you can shape shift, you can yeah, you can yeah, change your life. You can do a lot. Yeah. It's almost like being invisible, almost, but better. Yeah. But better. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. the the caveat to being invisible, like. The the better half, the better part, right, of being invisible. Yeah, it's hey, give give show this job, sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm he's not show nigga. <laughs> he's, right. he's right, he's hired. But yeah, no, I've I've those three teleportation because you can pretty much go anywhere. Yeah, mm. healing factor. Yeah. There's no consequence for yeah. anything yeah. really. Yes, you could really be. You could help a lot of people with the healing factor. Yeah, you absolutely. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, hmm. It'd be interesting. 
So hopefully, guys, hopefully tomorrow, man, we wake up. <laughs> hey, man. I, yo, <laughs> cut myself shaving and it just yeah, niggas, <laughs> heals up. Yeah, niggas right see up. me on Moreland tossing Chevys. <laughs> Watch this, y'all. Uh, Heave. It'd be, it'd be just thousands of uploaded videos of people just with superpowers. <laughs> right. Can you imagine the ignorant shit that you would see, though? <laughs> It wouldn't be nothing but ignorant shit on bulletproof dope boys. And yeah, shit. bro. <laughs> dope boy, invisible dope boys, <laughs> invisible dope boys. <laughs> bro, teleporting dope boys. Yo, meet me at the Walgreens. We out here. We out here all day. Can't yeah. see me, nigga. I'm Yo. out here. You niggas can't see me. Yo, meet me at the Walgreens uh-huh. in like two minutes. Meet me, like fam. <laughs> I'm thirty minutes away. Nah. nah. <laughs> Uh yeah, nah. Invisible dope boys is crazy. Super yeah. speed would be nice too though. Speed? Super speed. I'll yeah. take that. Take running? I'll take super speed. Yeah, but it's only gonna last so long. And then you, you cause you gotta wear certain clothes. Yeah, like, like yeah, you, that, that you know would be mean? fucked up because you would run right out of your shit. Yeah, you know, so and probably out of your clothes too. You're gonna be running into people, hitting stuff, killing people, like not necessarily. Yeah. No, nah. I mean you got depending on how it works, cause if you moving at super speed, you're everything else is slowed down. Yeah. So yeah. if you're not if you run into somebody or into something, you just weren't paying attention. Yeah, you gotta be on point. I mean, you've seen yeah. the boys. Yeah, he. Ran. Yeah, yeah. She stepped that out on crazy. the curb though. Just boom, dead. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Right. Man, that's like episode one. Yeah. It's like episode one, first. Yeah. 10 first. Minutes. Yeah. First. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I mean that's a. Yeah, you would have to be concerned about what you're wearing and and where you're going. Yeah. yeah. That that's a scary one to have. Yeah. It's a lot of responsibility run. with that. You could probably run too fast. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. If I, like if I'm just going home, I gotta head out of here, go down to the corner, make that right. Then I'm in traffic. And you out. But if, but again, if you're moving that fast, everything else around you is moving super slow. That's true. It's kind of so, like I like, guess that's the perception of it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's true. Yeah. It's like like, like with a hummingbird. It's the same thing. Oh, like okay. they're yeah, moving. Yeah. yeah. So. So. Yeah, I guess you so could maneuver. Good. Like unless you just weren't paying attention. Mm. Yo, like well, he was on drugs on the boys too, though. So. Yeah, he was. He yeah. was on drugs and under duress. <sighs> but <The> boys, <laughs> good show, man. Great show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, season three is gonna be crazy. <laughs> I yeah. can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I can do whatever the fuck I want. I was like, okay, I see what they're doing. Yeah, he's back. But uh, yeah, um, tomorrow this. Mm-hmm. Email us, please. Yeah. Let us know what you want your you superpower to be or what, what did you get? What, what did you, you get? Up, yeah. what, what you end up getting? <laughs> what you end up getting? Black on Purpose Podcast at gmail.com. Hey. Email us. Let us know what you got. Yeah. We, we might be able to use you for the show. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're like really entertaining this. Like, like it's really going to happen. Like, you know, let us know. Yeah. I mean, I want to know. Spidey powers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I ain't, I ain't got nothing else, man. Yeah. Like this is a great podcast, <laughs> yo. <laughs> this is a great pod. This is th- this was a great yeah, fucking we, pod. Yeah, we man. had a good good yo. today, man. Um, are we going? Yes, absolutely. Can we do that? Yeah. Okay. Can we do it? Yeah, yeah. If you do it, on yeah, yeah. So, um, twenty sixteen was probably a hard year for a lot of y'all folks out there. Yeah, me personally, me personally I lost as well. 
a lot of close people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lost my dad that year. Oh man. Uh and my very, very best friend, uh, Andrew Thorne. You know, and you know, we just gonna take a moment to just, you know, toast up to my brother, because he would probably be sitting right here with us right now. Absolutely. Honestly. Like yeah, he probably yeah. would be. But um, yeah, man. Shout out to Big Ooze. The whole fam, we were all talking about you today, and we're bringing you up today because this is birthday today. So happy you know, born, bro! Just shout out to my brother, man. man shout, shout out, out to him. Do a quick moment of silence for my brother. Bless yeah. up. Bless up. Bless up Bless to the up, king. Man. Bless up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're going um, to take a shot. Going to take a shot? Yeah, we're going to take a shot. Take a All shot. right. Let's do it. Let's get it. Fucking black on purpose. <laughs> Fucking with black on purpose. <laughs> Fucking with that black on purpose. <laughs> black on purpose, boy. Fucking with that last dragon, boy. <laughs> man, I wish I could have seen that. His his homie, when our homeboys this nigga auditioned for the Last Dragon. No, he he, he know. Uh, <laughs> we still recording? Yeah. We still- <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right. One of my homies auditioned for the Last Dragon. Shout out to Ozzy Reigns. <laughs> Wait. Oh <laughs> uh, man, he yeah. oh he about to be so mad at me. Man, I wish he I auditioned for that. the Last Dragon, and I found the 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 footage. <laughs> Yo, eyes. <laughs> that is nuts. You said that nigga had on some motherfucking house shoes. You know how the house shoes could look like the Chinese shoes, but they're not the Chinese. The kung shoes. fu shoes. Yeah, he had. He yeah, had he had the, the house shoes on. Banger shoes. Yeah, on. and he was um, doing karate moves. <laughs> karate moves. <laughs> karate moves. And that nigga said, "Fucking with that last dragon, boy." <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, shout out to Oz though. He's out shout there. Out He's out there in LA doing it. Yeah. Oh, it's a white. Oh, happy yeah. birthday! Happy birthday! This rains. This rains. See, we ain't all bad. Happy birthday, Miss Rain. <laughs> right. We shouting out. We doing it the right way. Man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yo, to yes. Drew. To all of our friends, yes. If you love somebody, if you mm-hmm. love somebody, salute, salute, celebrate, salute, yes, salute, salute. All right, that was smooth. Yeah, that was smooth. Oh, you ain't drinking a minute. I drank no? the other day. Oh yeah, but you're right. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. That's pretty smooth. Yeah. I ain't so, drinking in like a week. I'm not supposed to be drinking, but don't tell nobody, y'all. Right. Give it a secret. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had a great day of pot. Um, um, oh. Is this pod we, coming out before? This pod's coming out before. Um, our guest appearance. Our guest on the other pod, correct? That's after, next. After. After. Are we going to tell them to check us out? Yeah. On- get the information. Check us out. Check us out next Sunday. Like we were on another pod. Yeah. Oh yeah. On old girls pod. Um. Shout out. 
Yeah, shout out to Billy Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Fab just got stuck for a minute. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were a uh, yeah. Shout out to Billy Jr. Man, uh, she has a podcast called um, Love Relationships and Fuck Shit. Um, great podcast. Great. Um, check it out. Next uh, Sunday we're on there, right? Yeah, should be it's next come, Sunday. We're next on, Sunday, yeah, yeah we're on that. Good questions. Yeah, great yeah. questions. Great yeah. conversation. Man. Yeah. Yep. 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 Very good, man. Um. I think um I think y'all fuck if y'all fuck with this pod y'all would definitely fuck definitely with that episode fuck with exactly it was it was a dope episode she kind of got us she kind of rattled us a bit this <laughs> was dope yeah man very dope real good questions yeah great man great questions and oh, oh shout out to Miss Empress yes for blessing this pod with Mom Dukes yes sir valuable 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 information very valuable information like it's life-changing information yeah you know perspective changing information thank you so much miss empress thanks mom we love you bless you love you thank you happy holidays and capricorn season is <laughs> in a building nigga holler yeah so yeah i think we're good man we good we good all right, oh, man. man. Thanks for the gift too fab that was that was sweet man of course that, man. Was, that was nice of you mm-hmm. and for nice my guys Feel great. Clink it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clink, clink, clinkity. Till next time, gents. Until next time. Ladies. Yes, sir. See y'all next week. Black on purple. Peace. Peace. And going in. We been hanging outside. And going in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Automatic. Yeah, always got it on me, baby, automatic Yeah, where I'm at is static, but it ain't got traffic Yeah, push up on me, them boys make you do a backflip Balance on the beat, yeah, balance on the beat, yeah Do some shit I never seen, won't you come out with the team, yeah Yeah, you might just win a ring, yeah Why they home on they home screens And all my niggas outside Ain't going in, yeah We been hanging outside Ain't going in Outside going in, outside not going in. Pull up in the Lambo or just with the bins. Checking out, never checking in. We've been outside not going in. Hope you had a mattress where you sleeping on me. Hope you got some backup if you creeping on me. Cause just last week I rest in peace to homie. Why you do it? Why you switch up? Was it for the image or for the pictures? You always seem to show up when I'm at the mixes. Cause you know I'm not myself when I'm off the liquor.